All right, imagine this. I I am going, I'm on, doing some errands and stuff, and there's a McDonald's, and I say, you know what I want? I want a milkshake. Mm-hmm. And I walk in there, and right on the screen, you know what it says? What? Waffle fries. <laughs> Limited edition. And I went, there's no way. I've been... I've been rallying for waffle fries to be available at any fast food place for the past, like, ten years. And nobody ever has them. And I'm like, this is an absolute game changer. This, you know, if McDonald's wasn't top-tier fries before, they're definitely there now. Because no no one else could compete with that. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I have to get waffle fries. And so I did. And they had to cook them just for me. Because I'm apparently the only one who realizes that this is revolutionary. And I got them, and I think they could have been more, uh, better seasoned, you know? But, mm-hmm. uh, still a game changer. They put them in a poutine box and everything. Mm. Anyways, the point is that people should have waffle fries more <laughs> often. We need more We're waffle back. fries. <laughs> I guess we should get started. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Cinegrate, the podcast where we take a movie, break it down, and give it a score in five different categories of filmmaking, after which we give it a final grade. My name is Elsha. My name is Chelsea. And we have a guest today. <laughs> this is our first guest in person with us. Who oh, that's we did true. not record over Discord. That's true. <laughs> this is this is a uh, this is history. <laughs> Do you wanna introduce yourself? Sure. Talk a bit about yourself. She's our number one fan. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my name is Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I'm not qualified to be here at all. <laughs> well, are we qualified to do this? <laughs> More than me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a theater student. Yeah. And that's all mm-hmm. you need to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, different, a different perspective. It's a very yeah. different perspective. But honestly, that's kind of more fun. Yeah. Because then you can get, I don't know, I feel like there's more conversation that can come out of it. For sure. And especially doing it on a musical. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's then also... Uh, we we have we're versed in musicals together. Yes, we are. So we can have uh, conversations about that and when we think about it. So I'm versed in movie musicals sometimes. Yeah, some of them. Some of them. Some what's of what's them? the worst movie musical you've seen? Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, that's true. Oh my true. god. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, I forgot that existed. I, I mean, I'm it. sure there's also it's probably long. really bad ones other than that. Cats. Oh, oh, you know what? She also cats did see is worse. Cats. I cats didn't see is cats. worse. Cats is worse because Cats is really seen... boring. Yeah. At least Dear Evan Hansen, like, that movie was bad, but I was kind of enjoying it. And after I saw that movie, I watched the actual, like, musical. Yeah, it got her I to watch. I watched one of your stupid slime yeah. things. Okay, because she was, oh, always, totally she always made slime. fun of, yeah, not, like, not a slime tutorial. slime tutorial of guy with cast or whatever. Anyways, because yeah. she always made fun of me about say, saying, like, I watched bootleg versions of the, right. of some of them. Depends just... on what it is. Sometimes right. I'm specifically, like, I don't want to because I want to, like, save it if I actually think I'll see it eventually. But some right. of them I'm like, I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but she was, she made fun of me and then she watched Jared Hans in the movie and then she was like, I want to see the actual show. And I was like, see, this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was good. I feel like it was a lot different. His yeah. character is kind of different. I feel like in the movie, he's a lot sadder. And in, in the play, yeah. he's a bit more chaotic. Did you watch a bootleg version of Ben Platt playing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie musical is probably Singing in the Rain because I love Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Just no reaction. <laughs> a great movie. Um, I'm trying to think of any other movie musicals that I really care about. <laughs> Like, is Mamma Mia a musical? Yeah. We, yes. That's a good movie. It was That's a, a good musical one. first. 
No, it was not. It was. I was Googling it. Are you serious? It came out before. There was a stage musical in like 2001 and then it became a movie in 2008, 7, whatever it was. It was a, it was a wow. stage musical before. Because I was like... The more you know. I know. I was looking at... I was like, I was like movie musical stage adaptation, whatever. And I was like, I was like, I had Mamma Mia in mind because I was like, we know everyone's going through like, we like talking about Mamma Mia all the time. But I was like, is that an adaptation? I was like, it is. The frick? Weird. Wow. I didn't know that either. I thought it was just that they made the movie and then they were like, we'll make it into a stage That's show. That's what I thought too. I would have I would have bet money on that. Yeah, I, I would have too, but no. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean I've seen a bunch of like on stage musicals. Yeah. Um I've seen a couple Broadway. I feel ones. like you've probably seen more on stage musicals than I have. I definitely have. Because yeah. my mom has season <laughs> passes to yeah. like Broadway across Canada. <gasps> I do too. <laughs> so I've seen I saw I remember seeing She has tickets to Hamilton and in, in Calgary and I don't have tickets. I have tickets, tickets to Hamilton. I know here. you do. <laughs> uh, when I've that? seen it. In I know. Before. It's in June. It's right. It's it's, it's here May. during. It's end, it starts end of May. Yeah, but it's also here like right when my grad is, and I was oh. I was sneakily like, man, we should get it for my grad. <laughs> yeah. But I saw once. So I saw Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I saw The Lion one. King. Mm-hmm. I saw mm, mm, Kinky Boots. And... Oh. <gasps> I love kinky boots. <laughs> I like kinky boots. Uh, on, I went to New York and I saw Finding Neverland, Les Mis, and Phantom. I think that's it. And uh, we're going to the West End. We go to London. And I really want to see the Back to the Future musical. Oh, yeah. I told her she has so, to go see the Back to the Future so musical. Yeah, you have to. That that can happen. I was like, you have to go for me. <laughs> and then I've seen a ton of community theater ones. I think the worst thing I've ever seen in my life is the community theater version of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, my god! So bad. Classic. It was really <laughs> terrible. Um, it was so funny. But that's what makes it fun. No, it was like bad, bad. It makes it fun. I saw My Fair Lady in community theater, and that was really good. Whoever mm. was that girl mm. was, I was like, "You have a future." Yeah. <laughs> doing this. Doing this. Didn't know what happened to her, but she was really good. Yeah. And there's a bunch of things like that, and um, but my mom, my mom really loves musicals, and so we go a lot, and those are really fun. Like I love going to the Broadway across Canada, because yeah. it's like a whole night, and you go and you get. I always get a Diet Coke and Twizzlers. <laughs> For a while. This is my Broadway across Canada <laughs> food. For a while when we would go, my dad, he would get a like a bar of chocolate and they would be like giving money to like endangered species. Yeah. So there would be like an otter on the on the package bar. of the chocolate bar. And he'd post on Instagram being like, Not enough fur in this chocolate bar. <laughs> As if the chocolate bar was made out of the otter. And you're like, what a dad joke. <laughs> You're like, every time we go, there's going to be a new dad joke. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is really fun. Yeah. But what movie are we doing today, Alice? Well, today, well, <laughs> today we're doing West Side Story, but the new one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you were like, uh, you, you Elsa told me a list of movies that you wanted to do. Yeah. And I was like, West Side Story is the one I've seen most recently. Yeah. And I had watched the 60s version before I went to go see this new version. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was kind of boring. <laughs> the, this, this the new one? No, no the, the 60s, 60s version. Oh. I think the intro was really long. Oh, well, that yeah. Really <laughs> and I was like, yeah. this is, I think this needs to be fixed. It was good. But, you know, yeah, I think that the new ones, it's a lot better paced. 
Yeah. Yeah. In my honest I feel opinion. like, I know I've seen the original, but it was so long ago. I remember the first time I saw it. Yeah. I was at my <laughs> grandma's house. It, this was like a pivotal moment because I went oh. into like a West Side Story craze Phase. after yeah. this. And then my sister did it at her high school and she yeah. played Maria. Yeah. Oh. I saw that performance. Yeah. Because my brother was, my brother's friends were like uh, other characters in the yeah. The yeah. 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 So I remember my grandma sat us down to watch it. And it was the opening sequence. I had never seen a musical before. Oh, wow. And I was watching this and I was like, what the hell is happening here? (laughs) Why on earth? (laughs) And then the credits happened and I was like, is that it? Is that the movie? movie? (laughs) That's the whole movie. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but then I fell in love with it. Yeah, and then you're like, no, but this is a great time. And that was the start of uh, something new. Most of my... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> most of my west side story knowledge came from glee oh because they had done a, a, a lot of the things a lot of these musical things come from glee for me i feel like because i don't mm. know about them before i feel like my west side story knowledge was from watching it when i went to see that performance that your sister did yeah and then i was like yeah it was good and then i, I don't know i don't know where my like musical love started Mm. I have no idea. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I also saw it on, like, Broadway Across Canada. Mm, so I've yeah. seen a couple high school versions, both movies and the actual mm-hmm. thing. What's your favorite version, then? If you've seen, like, all of this. <laughs> uh, I would say my favorite, although it's the one that I remember the least details, the mm-hmm. stage version would have to be my favorite. Mm, okay, okay. There's something about, like, some musicals just don't really translate well to movies. Yeah, that's something that we've know. tried to talk about sometimes, like, because we're trying to, we've tried to figure out, like, why. Oh, I think it's hard because you have to have the essence of, this is <laughs> yeah. a musical, it's not real life. Yeah. That's, yeah, people talk about that too, they're like, well, you're, you, you, it's harder to have a suspension of disbelief when people are singing and stuff. Yeah. It's easier to do that on stage because you know that that I don't know, that it's fake or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't get that. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, like, you, you watch a movie. Know. Like, you watch, like, Marvel. You know all that's fake. So, like, mm-hmm. it like, should, like, theoretically. You would think it'd be easy to translate that because it's the same kind of thing. You're I, watching something that you know is not real. I bet yeah. it's misogyny. So, I oh, think, probably. yeah, I think it is something about, like, the probably. super specific style of, like, classic Broadway yeah. sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it just, like... Especially for men, yeah. like, if men like stuff like that, you're kind of, like, labeled as, like, gay. Yeah. And so then it's, like, now it's homophobic. <laughs> I feel like, really, if we really wanted to go into why people hate musicals like that, it's probably a mix of misogyny, homophobia, and, I don't know, it's probably more. I bet it. I guarantee it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because it always seems to be, it's, like, men who are, it's like... Always, it always comes, it down always to comes men. back to yeah. men who are, like, yeah. musicals are so dumb, and it's, like... But- why and yet so many musicals are about men Men. and have predominantly male cast (laughs) that's true like have you seen newsies oh newsies (laughs) is art (laughs) newsies is a fun time yeah they have a line that says a girl is that even legal something like that i like that i like that one but yeah we watched i i got we were watching the um the disney plus the the recorded stage one that one's good it's fun jeremy jordan <laughs> but yeah but people, they'll always be like well a musical is just not realistic and i'm like but you can't say that because like 
Star Wars isn't realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything fantasy isn't realistic. Yeah. So it's a, like, if you don't like it, you could say that. It's just what an excuse is. It's not realistic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also, like, a lot of them are realistic in every sense, except for the fact that they have yeah. singing in it. You yeah, know, it's... like the rest of the story will be realistic sometimes. Yeah. But it's just that there's songs. And it's like, have you ever had fun before? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> have you ever just, like, just had a sing-along? No, clearly not. Because it's a fun time. <laughs> I think it also, like, because, like, people don't really say that about, like, Disney uh, animated movies that are yeah. musicals. It's probably more so because they think, well, this is for kids. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it also kind of goes into, like, yeah, just how, how people look at it. I feel like people treat musicals as, yeah, like, either, either like, oh, well, if you like it, that's weird. Well, if you're a guy, if you like that, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> or they're like, oh, but it's childish, almost. It kind of goes into the same kind of realm, almost. Yeah. I don't well, know. and even, like, actual theater communities, I guess, yeah. is the word for it. So many people hate musicals. <laughs> and it's always, like, a... Oh, yeah, you could do, like, a huge, uh, the sound of music, or you could, you know, roll on the floor and in a pile of dirty clothes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, people are more inclined to go with the rolling in the pile of dirty (laughs) clothes because it it means something more. Yeah, and it's like, but it could be fun, too. (laughs) You could have fun, too. Anyways, I guess we'll get into pre-production. Um, so they began deve- development of it in 2014 at 20th Century Fox when Steven Spielberg came up to 20th Century Fox and was like, hey, I would like to direct a musical adaptation of West Side Story. Mm. And so he was like, you guys should get on getting the rights to that because I want to do that. <laughs> it is very weird Spielberg doing a musical. Yeah. It is very Because I feel odd. like he's kind of done, I mean, he's done a lot of different types of genres, I mm-hmm. guess. But everything he does usually feels very spielberg Yeah. And it's like a musical. I guess it makes sense to do West Side Story. Yeah. I don't know why. I just it feel is like if the most Spielberg <laughs> musical out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means, that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think maybe it's because it's just one of the most classic ones mm-hmm. that I can think of. Yeah. Apparently, he. Uh, it was the first piece of popular music that his family ever allowed into his home. So he fell in love with, with it when he was a kid. Mm. And that's why he's had, I guess, a love his whole life of West Side Story because it's, like, oh. the first, like, popular music he he heard in his home. So he grew up listening to West Side Story, so he wanted to do it. But I think it also just makes sense, like, just story and, like, I don't know, location-wise, I feel like it makes sense that he, out of all the musicals, I feel like I can see it more. <laughs> and he ended up actually dedicating the film to his father, who died during production, at age 103. That's what? Old. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, you were like father, and I was like, isn't Steven Spielberg like almost 70? Yeah, I, know. I, know. Like I saw 60. that, and I was I like, know. who's dad? No, yeah, yeah. He, he, at 103, and I was like, that is old. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. What a man. <laughs> Anyways, so the film is dedicated to him. Um, And uh, uh, Tony Kushner began writing the screenplay in 2017. And uh, he stated that um, he'd be leaving all the musical numbers intact and that the story would be closer to the original stage musical than the twenty the 1961 film. Um, Are they super different? I've never seen the stage one. They're... I was looking it up because I was like, like, when we were first watching it, because mm-hmm. I was like, is this different? I can't remember. <laughs> I, like, I think it's, it's, it's not that off. It's not that off. Um, I think, like... We'll get more into it with, like, character, but I think yeah. in the 
in the 61 version, there isn't a whole lot of character development for Mm. Tony and Maria. But in the stage musical, you do get the background stories like you do in the... In 2021 this. version yeah i feel like it definitely is like the this version is definitely pretty loyal to it i'm trying I'm, I'm trying to think of my like last time i watched the stage version a long time ago i'm pretty sure some of the songs are in different spots yeah, in the, uh, the in the 61 thing. version like i feel pretty i'm pretty sure it's like yeah. right in the beginning of the 61 yeah. yeah i i i had the i had the wikipedia page saying what the differences were and where the songs were replaced to and i kept on reading it and i was like i cannot wrap my head around remembering which one went where and how to describe where it went in the story yeah. but yeah some of them were kind of switched around just in places but all of them are still there Isn't they're just also cool it's like sung by some random guy in the original or in yeah, the other one but in this one it's by tony and uh, oh yeah, yeah that was different and yeah i don't know how i felt about they it. also <laughs> changed it like the meaning like the, in this one they were si- they were singing it while like tr- throwing the gun around or whatever mm-hmm. and like trying to get it and then the other one originally it was like i think it was just in like during like a meeting or something and it was literally just them being like hey, stay cool guys <laughs> that's yeah. literally all yeah. it was was just like it's just like in a meeting and then they changed yeah. it to them like fighting over the gun or whatever. And, and they changed the like the doc character. Yeah, there are some differences, but I mean, I think overall pretty loyal. It's like of like stage adaptations. It really keeps the essence. Yeah, I feel like it does do a good job of doing that. Yeah. So, that's nice. Mm-hmm. This is one that I guess does translate pretty well. Because <laughs> it's reason. it's not trying to be anything that it's not. Yeah. If that makes sense. I also wonder, like, setting-wise, if that also makes a difference. Like, like I don't know if musicals that take place in, like, just, like, a regular city and that are more grounded in, like, reality, if that's easier also to translate to, like, movie form. I'm trying to think of, of yeah, movie musicals. Maybe there's <laughs> something about not having cell phones that makes it more maybe in this time period. Yeah. But also, like, in the Heights, that's more modern. Mm-hmm. And that's also in New York. I don't know. But it's just but like there were wait, some what's weird your question? Things, yeah. I don't know. I'm just pointing out like <laughs> you think it's easier. Like, like it's- I'm just trying to think of like it. Maybe is it easier to translate stage to screen if it's more grounded in like a real city and real like problems? Kind of. I don't know. More mm-hmm. like more like normal movie setting stuff. I mean, I think it really does know. depend on the design of the show on stage. Yeah. Because like when we we talked about Dear Evan Hansen a little bit, mm-hmm. but with that they had like huge projection mm-hmm. design elements on the stage, and then yeah. you have to incorporate that into the movie because that was their set. Their set yeah. was these giant projection screens that had the social media stuff on mm-hmm. it but then when you put that into a movie it just feels really like Awkward. it feels, it feels like cheesy. it's not it feels chuggy honestly yeah. <laughs> it feels weird yeah i mean even during in that movie they do during you'll be found yeah <laughs> they do like like just like a zoom out of like random people on like phones or whatever yeah. you know and it, like it feels cheesy but somehow it doesn't on stage when it's just like projected i don't know do you have would have been an interesting movie to do too yeah. Maybe one day we'll do that. <laughs> it's just because I think we could, you could talk a lot about how it went wrong and why. All of yeah. it. Because from the beginning. <laughs> from reproduction went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just from all of it. Yeah. Maybe. That could be funny. But yeah, I don't know if, if like, having a... Like, what's an, what's an example of a place that's not in a real-life setting for a musical? You can think of, like, like, all the Disney ones. 
But yeah. those are like they started off in animation. I mean, that's kind of off topic, but like, some, like when you think about like the Little Mermaid, and how are they going to translate that to live action? Oh, I'm scared. Oh, I'm, it's I'm, gonna be really I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> Literally, all of the of the new live action ones that they're doing, I'm like, this sounds terrifying. How did they the do live Aquaman? Action? I feel like however they did Aquaman, you could probably do that for Little Mermaid. I've never Even seen Aquaman. That is really. <laughs> how did they do Aquaman? <laughs> is any of that underwater? <laughs> Yeah, think... a lot of it is underwater. No, but I mean, and like, did they scary. It's it more so like, how do you like, how do you, how do you make it seem like they're underwater, and talking? Yeah. Without it being like garbled. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Off topic. Well, yeah. But you know, but... it's more so like how how like those are like not real life settings that they're taking yeah. into live action. Yeah. In a movie musical. These are our tangents that we go on. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, really, there's the last stuff for pre-production that I have is that uh, he was then confirmed to be directing it uh, in January 2018. And then immediately they started casting in September. And then uh, and then principal photography was in New York and New Jersey for two months. It was July 2019. Yeah. It was just for two months. It was pretty quick. So, yeah. And that's pretty much it. There wasn't that much. It's not that deep. He really just went... I would like to make a, make West Side Story, and they went, I guess we'll get it, and then it took a while for them to get it. Well, what's Spielberg <laughs> been doing recently? What was the last thing he did? Ready Player One? Did yeah, I think so. That? Yeah, they, he was, they were originally going to do this after he filmed the next Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. And then oh, that, that got pushed, happening. and then this got pushed forward, because that got, like, the Indiana Jones filming got pushed. Is that still happening? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't believe Harrison Ford's still doing these things. <laughs> Isn't it, like... I don't know. I don't know I what I mean, the movie last is. movie was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Crystal Skull, so I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll be fun. I mean, I'm sure it'll still it, be it fun. It probably won't be any uh, Last Crusade. Oh, and it will not be Last Crusade. I will stand to my grave that that is the best Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so funny. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but I think it got pushed because they were gonna do that, and then it got pushed, and then they're like, guess we'll do West Side Story instead. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess we'll get to the categories. So, we'll go through each category in regards to story, characters, visuals, editing, and music, and societal impact, each giving a score of 10. We will have combined scores, and Rebecca will have her own scores. Uh, and then we'll combine the scores to give it a score out of 20 for each round, giving us an even grade out of 100. And then afterwards, the film will have a chance to win a, up to three bonus points in the bonus best round. Mm -hmm. Okay. Round one story score, scoring based on writing and plot. Do you do you want to give an initial score first? No. You go first. Oh, no. <laughs> we were, like, talking about, um, we were like, we should do our scoring, because I got back from getting my, my waffle fries. And... Uh, <laughs> And we were like, oh, we forgot to do this. So then we yeah. did We did about two rounds. And then we forgot. And then I started watching a Pedro, Pedro Pascal, Pascal interview. <laughs> and then you came right after that. So we never finished. So we but have... we did the first two. <laughs> oh, okay. After that, we'll just figure it out. After that, we're just going to have to talk about it. Um, what did we say? We said like seven and a half. I we... feel like that it might even be high, though. I don't know. I don't know if this like if writing for the music would count towards this, or if that goes under music. I don't know. This is. I guess it's part plot because the music is kind of related yeah, to the it's plot. Part. But I feel like I mean, part. again, this movie is kind of like Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. It is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> and it, so it's not an extremely original idea, and no. I feel like there are like the, the relationships. I feel like are not super developed. Yeah. In, in the ways that they could be. Yeah. Which is, like, a big gripe I have. I don't know if that's character or story. I feel like it's a bit of both. Yeah, because I'm, like, I feel yeah. like they, these two get together so fast, 
And we have no explanation of why they care about each other so much. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it, I guess it goes a little bit deeper into their backstories. In this movie, you get a little bit more about Tony and why he, like, went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> but, yeah. I yeah. I feel like it could be better. Yeah. Do we want to go, like, seven, then? No, I think seven, seven and, and a half is fine. Okay. That's just my reasoning for why. Okay. What do you, what do you want to give it? I was we thinking, can change it, but... I was thinking a seven. And, okay. yeah, I felt that... A lot of like, hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're really relying on the audience to understand the Romeo and Juliet trope. That's true. To fill in the blanks in which the lines and songs don't do for them. Mm, and yeah. then that leaves blanks for Bernardo and Anita's relationship to not be as fleshed out as mm. it could have been. Yeah. Um, same with, uh, under, like, you get the Officer Krupke song to kind of understand where the jets are coming from, mm -hmm. but you don't really know any of their names. Yeah. And There's you don't so get to know, yeah, movie. like, you don't actually know if Riff has yeah. any parents or what happened to them or why Tony doesn't have, why Valentina has to take care of Tony rather than yeah. other people. Yeah. None of these people have parents. No. no. That's weird. They all have, like, some of them have siblings, but now they're all, they're all pretty young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, strange. well, they kind of went into it with uh, Maria and Bernardo's family mm -hmm. because they said that Maria took care of Poppy for five years before they came, mm -hmm. before Maria came to New York. Yeah. So that implies that the father died mm -hmm. and that the mom probably wasn't around because she wasn't taking care of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it is very, I mean, everything does move very fast. Yes. Like, they, they meet and like, I mean, it's like love at first sight, whatever. <laughs> but like, they, they, nothing happens between they meet and then immediately he's like on her uh, balcony or whatever. Yeah. Like, it just happens so fast. I feel like. And then they, they kiss immediately, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They kiss at, behind the bleachers. Oh, yeah, yeah. they kiss really quickly. Yeah, literally, like, within two minutes of meeting. <laughs> I feel like there's something, uh, like, there's something about a slow burn relationship that's really interesting. And we've mm -hmm. talked before also about, like, an opposite attract thing. When they get together so quickly like this, and then you don't understand why, it makes it hard to ship them. Yeah. It really, it really does. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you're like, I have no reason to really be invested in your relationship, because I don't think there's going to be any ups and downs. Yeah. Because all of the conflicts really in their relationship come from other people. Mm -hmm. yes yeah because i mean they're literally just like oh i like you but then they're like oh but we're from opposite sides <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then that's all the conflict it's nothing to do with them yeah like it's just everyone around them well they say that the the rumble happens because mm -hmm. of them yeah and that bernardo agrees to the rumble because <laughs> of tony yeah but the rumble was gonna be proposed yeah. Before they even knew each other. Yeah. I just feel like there's only so much work that Shakespeare can do to <laughs> set this up for you. And then you got to keep pushing it further. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. I feel like you I just mean, need more. Yeah. It really, like, not to go into Shakespeare very much, <laughs> but you can see Romeo, you can see Juliet, you can see the friar, you can see the nurse. Like, you yeah. can see a whole lot more of the characters than you can yeah. in, like, Romeo and Juliet. Oh man. No me oh, What a movie. <laughs> that is a movie. <laughs> With Emily Blunt and who else is in that Elton movie? John. Elton, Elton John. Elton John. <laughs> what a movie. My man. <laughs> but yeah. 
it just feels like so much is missing. <laughs> but it also is it. a classic story. Yeah. That's that's I guess the thing. if they had changed things, would people be mad? Probably. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Because I went into this um being like, I don't really care about West Side Story. <laughs> I just thought it looked really good. Mm-hmm. And I liked the music, so I was like, I'll go see it. Yeah. But I didn't have any like ties to it. I wasn't, you know, like yeah. super jazz. <laughs> So I was like, you know, you could give me some more character development. I think they do a little bit. They definitely kind of, like, they have that scene where they go to the cathedral or whatever. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, in the original movie, he just goes to the shop. The dress shop. And they they sing that song there, pretend to get married. And in this one, they kind of go somewhere. So they have a bit more time to talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's better, but it's still not, like, super deep. Yeah. But you yeah. do kind of still get these struggles, like class struggles, race yeah. issues. I know that Spielberg was saying, like, especially when they when they first started making it, he was like, it is interesting to see how these the same struggles are still, like, relevant to today. And, like, it's been so long. <laughs> I don't know when the original show came out. I didn't get look that up. But it's like, it was like a long time ago for the original show. Yeah. And, like, it still is, it's still in different ways. Yeah. Like, it's still very relevant. And so... Yeah, I think it's not as important of a love story nowadays, but in, for the other characters, their stories are just as important, if not more important today. Yeah. Which almost makes it also weird that, like, there's so many characters, but you don't know who any of them are, really. Yeah. Like, that makes it also kind of worse, is that it's, it's so... I feel like, yeah, the big the big themes come from all, like, everything else happening in the story, but you only know about Tony and Maria. Well, and... That's all that you really follow, kind to of. To know more about these characters, you need to look at context. Yeah. So, like, when the detective is at Maria, Bernardo, and Anita's apartment mm-hmm. and asking them about, I guess, trying to find out information about the rumble. Yeah. And... He's like, Bernardo was your, and Anita says, husband, and mm-hmm. he goes, close enough. Mm-hmm. Because they had been together for so long, but they weren't married. Yeah. They were maybe about to have a kid based on what Anita was saying in the um, Tonight Quad. Yeah. Yeah. It is just weird that, like, yeah, everything is kind of around all these other characters, and there's just so many. Like, legit, if you, like, pointed a gun in my head and said, name all the other, char- name one other character in any of the, of, like, the, of the two, I'd be like, name I'm, one of the sharks. Name one of the sharks. I'd be like, sharks. that's not Riff. I, her, not, or, not Bernardo. 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 I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> that's it. Um, Chino. Boom. No, other than- he's not a shark. Oh, frick. Yeah. <laughs> Bernardo wouldn't gun let him in because he wanted him to be with Maria. Yeah. Gun went uh, off. You dead. Do you have anything? Wasn't there like controversy about the portrayal of Puerto Ricans? There was slight. Yeah, there was a little bit. Um, I've done here somewhere. something about. I don't know if I can remember that. Uh, yeah. Some some people were critical. Um, saying uh, it's sad to realize once again that the reality of Puerto Ricans and Latinos will be reduced to made-up themes and ideas taken from the playbook of what Puerto Rican and Latinos are to white Im- um, white imagination, because that's certain that nowadays Hollywood is whiter and more exclusive, more exclusionary, exclusive, 
Exclusive. I cannot say that. Exclusive? Exclusionary. 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 Is that cannot the word? Speak. Yes, than ever. Um, and uh, also it was criticized at the cast- about the casting, saying once again the actress who's playing Maria is not Puerto Rican. Um, and then also they questioned the accents in the film and said, uh, uh, in the end, you'll need more than just an ad- um, advisory board. You need writers, directors, producers, and you need the stories to be told our way. Mm. so i think absolutely yeah so i mean most of it was coming from uh slight casting and then also just mostly that it's it's again a bunch of white people making this story (laughs) yeah like in the heads that in the head um roles kind of thing so that was mostly the controversy that's just kind of something about writing is like um because i guess a lot of this would have been written uh, technically before Mm-hmm. way back when they didn't even they weren't they just doing like white actors with doing like brown face well that's what they did yeah. in 61 with that's what Natalie I mean. Wood. and yeah. that's when they like had that's that's when they wrote well they didn't write it for that but they write it around that time which mm-hmm. is not a very progressive time yeah and so for this i don't know how much they changed it but if there's still those elements back then they didn't really change it now yeah i you know? yeah i think it's still pretty similar <laughs> yeah they changed it a little bit in the fact that they added the shark singing the Puerto Rican national anthem. I mm. believe it was the national anthem. I could be wrong about that. Um, yeah. And also incorporating during America, incorporating little um, bits that allude to larger mm-hmm. topics. And yeah. you can see it a little bit in the costuming as well. Mm-hmm. Also, like one of the other things that was different is that. Uh, in this version, they did more of a mixture in some of the scenes of uh, of of them speaking in Spanish and English, but they didn't oh, do yeah. subtitles. They didn't, and that was yeah. Um, and that was specifically Spielberg specifically said that he didn't want to do subtitles because he was pretty much saying that like um, out of respect, if you have subtitles in, he was pretty much saying like that's giving power to English. And not the Spanish, because you have to, because then you're saying, I don't know, you're saying, like, like, you're giving power to English over the Spanish language because you have to put subtitles to know what it is. So instead, if you have it equal with with just none of, no subtitles for anything, that it's more of, like, an equal thing of, like, both languages are important enough that you should, that we don't need subtitles. Yeah, like, there's a whole, I guess, what's the word for it? Study of thought with recognition Mm -hmm. of that it's not real until the other is not in relation to whiteness mm-hmm. because by having the subtitles yeah so i know but then i know when we were watching west side story you i don't know if you said it but mckenna said it and she was like she doesn't like that they didn't do the subtitles yeah right i think i think i might have noticed i was like i don't know maybe it was mckenna I definitely noticed that there wasn't subtitles. I noticed but too. But I was like... But I also feel like it didn't impact my experience. No, it definitely didn't. I mean, you could understand pretty much all the what you needed to get yeah, from yeah. it. I, I don't understand I don't understand. most of the Spanish language. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I but I was still able to get what they were trying to say. Yeah, I mean, they definitely did it in a way where, like if you know nothing about Spanish, which is me, I, like, you still get everything that they're saying. They, yeah. The parts that are in English are, like, it's still important enough in a, in the conversation that you get the general idea of what they were probably saying in Spanish. Yeah. And you can also, I mean, also the acting. Like, you can tell if they're, like, saying something really passionate 
but it just happens to be in Spanish, you could tell that they're still passionate about it and then you kind of understand what they're talking about after. So, like, it doesn't really affect anything, yeah. I feel like. So, yeah. that But that was something specifically that he did because he didn't want there to be a, mm-hmm. a power divide, I guess, between the two languages. Mm-hmm. And they did add more Spanish, I think, in this than the version usually yes. has. I don't know if there's any in the stage show i guess a yeah, little bit a little bit here and there but not but like full sentences here as much <laughs> yeah i don't know if there's any i mean general themes i mean it's 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 a love story it's yeah <laughs> and then it has the more deep ones associated with like the the like struggles between the two of them and america at the time <laughs> yeah uh but like other than that it's not super deep you know? No, and you you get little bits and pieces of bigger things, like yeah. especially at the end with um, Anita's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really that 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 moment also is very like not glossed over. I feel like in this they they well it it, feels it, kind it of has strange. it has yeah. to happen for Anita to then Be say the enough. thing that she said about yeah. Maria yeah. to Valentina. But then to tell also, Tony. is it using sexual assault as a plot device? I feel like it just kind of you know? comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I feel like I'm always like, I don't, I don't really imagine but it. Because does like, it? I don't know. Here's I feel the like they don't because... have anything before that where they're ever like hinting at that they would do that. I know because if it is just like if if it's if it's there because they're like we needed something for her to be angry about. What is in the original one? Is it also it's, that? It's it's the, same, it's the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just wonder. Yeah, like is it too out of nowhere? That it does just feel like they're like, well, what's something bad that could happen to her? I mean, I, well, and I don't know too much about the time period and what was actually yeah. happening, yeah. but it seems like that might have been, you know, used as part of the violence mm-hmm. that was meant to impact the sharks. Yeah. Was to not just get them and the men, but also their women. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the best way angry. to do that? Yeah. Because, like, their leader is, or one of their leaders is dead now. Yeah. So. yeah. That's just, it is just something to point out. I don't know. Oh, and maybe maybe <laughs> it's also showing, I don't know if this is going into character or not. But I mean, it's, it's always, it, it always. It always does. <laughs> but I, I wonder if it's also showing how far gone the jets are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Valentina comes and says, I've known you since you were little, and now what? You turn into rapists? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, they've gone so far past the point that they're not even at violence now but they're at violence against women sexual violence yeah i don't know if this is character or if it's just weird the fact that they like sleep together oh yeah <laughs> right that After happens that's that's is that in... i'm pretty sure that's in it i really could be wrong i but i'm let me go because is that in the state but the Dude. difference is, is that it's not easy to show that in a 1961 version because I don't even think married couples were sleeping in the same bed on television That's yet. So funny. The twin and beds. in stage musicals, there isn't really nudity like that very often. Yeah, I just think it's so funny because <laughs> it's like she, her, he, like he kills her brother kind of by accident, but still. And then she's like, you know what, though, let's let's smash. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, and it, it, I mean, it's part of the you... Romeo and Juliet thing of like their yeah. love is so strong that that's another thing that's also just like, so I just don't know if I feel it. 
Yeah, I because it's either. so... Yeah, I don't understand. But I, think I don't understand also, the motivation of that moment. I think it also has to do with the acting. Maybe. Like, I think partly, <laughs> well... I mean, I think either way, yeah. their relationship is so fast from the beginning that that step feels like it already was off. So then it's it's off when you get to that at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, everything's saying they do sleep together, but I can't get something that's telling me, like, in this version, this is what it says. Maybe they just don't do it in the other movie. Uh, and yeah, it, I guess, yeah, during in the 60s, it probably would have been really hard to show that. They don't. They wouldn't. They they didn't even have like bad things really on TV. No, kind of. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of movies back then. Film noir probably had some racy stuff, but you know, for a for a musical, which is probably more meant for families, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really show people or the aftermath of that happening. Do you know? Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I think it's just more so like the fact that it happens at all is just kind of weird. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> You know, it feels yeah. it feels really fast, but also on like, I like. I mean, at that point, they had known each other for twenty four hours. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like this movie isn't a full forty eight hours. Yeah, that's true. This movie is fast. <laughs> it's just like she doesn't even take the time to mourn. Because <laughs> guys, her love is too strong for that. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. And just... Oh, you, you asked if if you think it's the way we view relationships oh, now. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, that's, that's if, we... <laughs> because, for example, my parents got mm-hmm. engaged, like, very, very quickly, and they've been married for 32 years. Mm-hmm. But I would never say yes to someone if they proposed to me if we weren't dating for at least three years. Yeah. And, like, I would have to live with them as well. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if the way that we think about a successful relationship or a valid relationship, because you hear the things of, oh, they've only been dating six months and now they're getting married. I wonder why that is. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that has to do with our interpretation of this relationship. And if mm. we had originally seen it in the 60s when we were the same age, would we see it the same way? I feel like it more so would just have to do with your view of if love at first sight is a thing that is actually real. Yeah. yeah. Because that seems to be all this relationship is. is. It's not necessarily at all based on anything to do with personality. Because they don't yeah. talk. No. <laughs> they, no. They, he literally sees her and he they says, like stare. I love you. And they yeah. spend five minutes singing a song about he goodnight. Sings, I literally, yep. He says, I just saw a girl named Maria. Whatever. That's it. That's it. That's that whole song. All and, the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's it. And it's like, I think that when you get more into like people analyzing relationships, you see like all these people maybe don't get, they don't last that long because they don't realize that you have to have some sort of compatibility. And some people have that really quickly and they're fine. Some people get married after like six months and they're together forever. You know, yeah. like, and some people that doesn't work out for. I feel like it depends on the people. Yeah. But more so, I think this is just more so that we don't ever see them get to a point where we can understand that they would, like, run away together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's always, like, that thing of, like, we love love at first sight, but has any, you know, have you ever experienced that? No. Do you think that could happen? <laughs> Tom Holland. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. But there's also, like, you, I could understand seeing someone and being, like, they're really attractive and yeah. you feel drawn to them, but is that love? I don't know. Yeah. Chelsea's getting deep. It is something but it to is get deep. into. No, I don't. I just feel like it's a valid criticism because yeah. then it's like, no, it it's just really hard to, 
I don't know how many people really love the relationship between Tony and Maria. I don't know. But I, I don't, wouldn't, I don't I think it's something you should strive to have. I, I wouldn't read I mean, fan true. fictions about them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is like when you look up... Uh, like famous musical couples though they are like always at the like at the top i think it's because west side story is such an iconic story and it is like the love at first sight oh it's cute you know yeah you know yeah so i don't know i just think that those are they're just not interesting yeah there's nothing especially if there's no drama if they just well there's lots of drama (laughs) but there's no drama in their relationship to like really everything's perfect for them exactly we've talked a little bit before about why we we kind of have drawn to relationships where the the people seem at odds at first yeah like when they kind of hate each other those Mm -hmm. are kind of interesting relationships because there's something about them that you're like well what is it that's underneath that you actually really like yeah Mm -hmm. and what is it that you're hiding from them i don't know it's stuff like that that you're just like this feels more realistic because that's how people usually actually act. Yeah. Yeah. And the tension, you know. Yeah. It's nice. This is just like, okay, you're together. You're you like, sing okay, we get it. You love each other. Here's the thing. <laughs> if this movie didn't have the music, uh-huh. I'm, I, oh my God. it would probably not be a good movie. Yeah, probably not. If all of it was replaced with just talking, I think it'd be really boring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet? No. It's, it's... I've never even read Romeo and Juliet. They didn't make me read it in I... high school. Also, uh, no, no, we did read it. Anyways, do we want to cap off that story there? <laughs> yeah, I think we can probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay. I feel do... like a seven point. Mm. Or seven. We'll give it point five for the music being good. And that's part okay. of storytelling. It really is, if you okay. really think about it. We'll yeah, give it, it a 7.5, and do you want to keep it a seven? I'll, I'll do the point five as well. Okay. We'll give it two a full point for the music. Okay, that's fair. So we'll move on to round two, which is character count scoring based on character development and relationships. Oh, we gave this one a... Do we do the same thing? I think so, yeah. Uh, I feel like always character and story is pretty pretty closely related. Cause yeah. It's all writing, these things. It gets to do a little bit with acting, but um, we think we gave it a 7.5. Mostly for the same reasons that we've said before. Yeah. We could put it seven, though, because we don't have the point five for the music, then. Oh, that's true. Okay, we'll start at seven. Okay. We'll <laughs> what do you want to go with? I said 6.5. Oh, okay. Sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, Whoops. this person wanted to do this, so I think they're going to give them really good marks, and they don't. This always happens. They're always well, like, I think, it, I feel like maybe we're just generous. I'm going to be honest. When I suggested it, I hadn't seen the whole thing yet. <laughs> and then I watched it, and I was like, oh. No. Do you like this movie? I. <laughs> we never really asked. No, no. Um, I think the visuals are really great. Yeah. And I think it's a classic story. We never got to visuals doing our scores. No. Um. I don't know what you're gonna. I say. didn't think of numbers. I just. I mean, I'm that's going fine. off oh, strict no, that's vibe. Fine. I oh, every single vibe. every single time I just think I just in the moment I'm like I don't know. This. Yeah. Like, um, unless we like really, really like the movie, then we're like, oh, I know, I'm probably gonna give us a high grade. Yeah. But I thought the acting was so bad. Oh wow! For <laughs> like, all around. I think some of the actors were so bad that it made other actors look really good. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I'm gonna say something controversial. Ooh. <laughs> you didn't like Anita? Is that it? No, I think. <laughs> I think there's a couple reasons why she got the Oscar. Okay. Mm. One of which being that the rest of the acting, that she was, like, her and Riff were the best actors. I liked Riff. Riff was 
really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because Rita Moreno, I think that's how you say her name. I could be saying that wrong. Mm-hmm. Think, yeah. Won the Oscar for that role mm-hmm. in yeah. 1961. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just a role where if you do it, you get an an Oscar for it. It's a theory, and it could be, and it's probably wrong, but... I don't know. I feel like it does feel like a strange role. Like, like I feel like, I I think she was good, but I feel like I wasn't watching it like, ah, that's a great performance. Great acting. Yeah. When they were singing, what's the song they sing? The one after? A boy like that. That, yeah. Have your own kind. Yeah, Stick yeah, yeah. to your own kind. Whatever that one's called. Yeah. That's a that was the best moment. Well, yeah. You, no, I specifically like, I was like really they're good. both really the I was like the song. I was like they're both really good. <laughs> like they yeah. sound really nice together. And yeah. I feel like that moment I was like this is really good. <laughs> I think it's kind of like with that yeah. role. Oh, in, never mind. It just scared me. I Sorry. think <laughs> the role of Anita is kind of like the role of Rizzo in Greece, mm. where when you're like auditioning for it or when you're in it it's like oh it's great to be maria yeah but, but you really want who it. has the more meaty character yeah yeah that's true yeah and i think that's the same with sandy versus rizzo in greece i feel well. like honestly there's a lot of musicals where there's a character like that there's like yeah. the main character and then there's the like supporting other character that's really what everyone wants and that's where like the good parts are yeah kind of thing i don't know i will and i think it has to do with the i'm always going to come back to this romeo and juliet thing (laughs) uh but i I think it does come back to juliet's pretty bland character and same with romeo in my opinion no they definitely are i mean they literally just exist in it to be the love story so is anita based off of a shakespeare character She, she she's kind of the nurse yeah. Because she acts to tell the friar who tells Romeo that Marie that Marita, the, sorry, Maria is, is um dead. is dead. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. 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 It's it's really just that part that makes her that character. Yeah. I don't know. Do we want to start with Maria? And we'll go through everybody. Sure. Yeah. Play, played by uh Rachel Zegler. I thought she was good. <laughs> so wild how they casted her she yeah because like, steven spielberg it's her first movie yeah. yeah he was just going through they went through, like an open audition right they did open audition and i think it was like thirty thousand applicants or something and it was, was a lot she was doing shrek the musical yes fiona <laughs> that's crazy she was playing fiona wow. in shrek the musical a great musical. That, is that a musical's good musical. fun. I should force you to watch the. They did. They have a. There's a stage recorded version of Shrek the Musical. It's think, a good time. I think they took it off Netflix. What? That's pretty. Because I went to it's go so watch funny. it one day and it wasn't there, and I was. Pissed. I feel like they took it off, and then I swear they put it back on. They might have. So because it might probably still... went berserk. Yeah, because I, I think I did the same thing. I watched it, and then later I was like, I should rewatch it. And it was gone, and then I looked like a year later, and it was back again, and I was like, hmm. yeah. But yeah, I thought she was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Also, she she uh, did the in memoriam at the Grammys. She mm. sang uh, somewhere. Oh yeah, and I thought she was pretty good there too. They got a bunch of people. Ben Platt was there. Yeah. Yeah, they had they a bunch had... of people singing that. Yeah, but she was there, and I was like, yeah, yeah you know what? I think you were pretty good. I don't know. What do you have to say? I, <laughs> acting wise, yeah, I'm gonna go into the acting. <laughs> okay. This is I... why we have you as our guest. Yeah, we're not actors. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I thought she has, I think that she has a beautiful voice. Yeah. And th- the singing for Maria is especially difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Whenever I hear the songs in this show, I'm, th- this isn't my favorite, like, musical show. I feel like I'm not that into West Side Story as a show. Yeah, it's not It's not it's my just favorite. Like, I just have a lot of, like, sentimental yeah. moments yeah. attached to it. But, like... But but whenever I hear the music, I'm like, why is it so high? Yeah, because her in, songs are so high. <laughs> she, like that part where she's like, oh, no, I need to know. Yeah. And it's like, holy like, crap, how can you go that high? It's like, okay. Um, but, I mean, she she makes it sound good. Like, yeah. I think she is a pretty good singer. But, but I, I feel like with the acting, it was, I mean, how old is she? 17, 18? That sounds right. Probably. When they shot this? Yeah, I think 17. How old is she now? Like 20 something? Um, she our age? She's 20 years old. She's 20 years younger than us. She's 2000, yeah, 2001. Okay. So she was like 17, 18 when they shot it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. She yeah. seems a lot older. Yeah, I mean, to me, it kind of felt like someone who's just coming out of high school theater who has a lot of talent, mm-hmm. but then hasn't had that training to really... narrow in on skills of character development yeah however i do feel that there was quite a bit of nuanced character development Mm -hmm. although a little cheesy (laughs) um you see it when she like throws the dress over her head yeah with the white dress and when she's um trying to make it look like she like slept in her own bed after she slept on top of her bed yeah and the lipstick moment as well like, some really nuanced ways to develop that character and give it more depth that I think went well. Yeah. I think most of my complaints with the acting is the couple. Yeah. Like... Did you feel like they didn't have chemistry? None. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. none. I feel like it also might be useful to go into, like, Ansel Elgort as yeah. an actor. Because, well, now it's controversial because he kind of got cancelled. Mm-hmm. But what about before that? Like, before that? If we ignore... Like, did you think he was a good actor before that? Like, in previous projects? Yeah. Well, how old were we when The Fault in Our Stars came out? The movie's a classic. I think that was 2014. Something like that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it came out, like, just after Divergent came out. And I, yes, yeah. it did. I was super into Divergent. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm gonna go see this because I like these actors. Because I love Divergent. <laughs> and um, I went to one of, yeah, the opening night thing with the posters. This, yeah. And this, I went with my mom and this weird guy sat next to me. He was alone. <laughs> and he was having the time of his life. He's like crying and laughing through the whole thing. Oh my god! And they had like a Q&A actor on the screen. <laughs> oh and he was like high-fiving me. And I was like, this is so sad. This man... Because he, he was very sweet. Like, yeah. he wasn't, like, creepy. It was yeah. just weird. It was like, you're a weird person. Yeah. <laughs> so you had nobody to come to this with. <laughs> 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 he was, like, yeah. kind of young. And I was like, oh, man, this is... But it was fun. It's, like, it's sad. That's a sad movie. It's a yeah. sad movie. It's super dramatic. Yeah. And it's, um... It's all right, though. It's, like, not the greatest movie. And the book... I would. I had a phase where I'd read all of John Green's books, even though I didn't really like them. Me too. Me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> I liked uh, the book An Abundance of Catherine. Oh my god, I've read that book like four times. <laughs> um, but I like. I hated looking for Alaska. I did a book report on looking for Alaska, but I only read half the book. I thought it was. I don't so think I've ever read a whole. I, I don't think I've ever a done book. a book report. Of a, of a book that I've actually read all the way through. <laughs> and then I read Paper Towns, and I thought that was all right, and then I hated the movie. Oh, that movie, movie was, was so bad. bad. 
<laughs> and then um, The Fault in Our Stars, which I had told the story for about how I saw it in a Costco. I think it was a Costco. And I was just flipping through it, and the first thing I read was Augustus Waters died in the ICU eight days later. And I went, great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. What is good? This is a fine book. Mm -hmm. but, but anyways, but yeah. Ansel Elgort, as a fourteen-year-old girl, not knowing about the things that were being accused of him at the yeah. time, I was very much attracted to the man. I thought well, he was I mean, cute. he got a bunch of of praise for like Baby Driver. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. was the other thing. I forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> uh, like you got a lot of praise for that. Yeah, I liked that He's... movie. That and movie then has she talked to McKenna, but she hates that movie. I, yeah. I mean, it's I, all right. I saw it once. Yeah, I think I've seen it once. I mean, that movie, like, I think it's, I think that movie's interesting for like just the way that it is. Like... The way it uses music is really cool. Yeah, the mm -hmm. way it uses music, I feel like, is the only good part of that movie. Almost. I think that's why I liked it. <laughs> like, like I like it because I think the music stuff's cool, but I yeah. feel like the rest of it's not good. Like the story is so like one, like there's not really a story really. Mm -hmm. So like, but, but, so but the music's cool. When but... this movie's coming out, and they're like Ansel Elgort, I was like, really. Yeah, <laughs> like, he honestly, he's the kind of person to be in a musical. He doesn't strike me as a Tony. No, yeah. that's what I'm pretty sure I said that too. I don't know. Like, I think he's fine. Like, I think I literally okay. said I was like, he's not cute enough to be Tony. I don't know. I was like, he just doesn't seem like a Tony. But he there's something about like... it. He doesn't look like a Tony. <laughs> yeah, there's something about it that's just off. And I don't know what it is. It feels like he hasn't transitioned yet from that like teen heartthrob type person yeah. to like being in a in a movie musical like this yeah I, it feels like if noah centineo became the next tone yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure yeah it's like you haven't done anything super out of the box yet before i can feel like this makes sense to me yeah i don't know yeah does that make sense but then i was yeah. thinking about it i'm like i don't know who would be a good tony i don't know i feel I like mean, you know when it comes to like um like riff was mike Feist, Feist, Feist. And he was on Broadway because he was in Dear Evan Hansen. I feel like yeah, you played... should probably just get people who are trained in... That's what... I mean, we've always said that. Yeah. <laughs> we always say I this. I thought <laughs> Ansel Elgort was the worst actor in this film. I think definitely. And is the worst portrayal of yeah. Tony that I have seen <laughs> compared to even the high school versions mm. yeah. that I've seen. Do you think they just got him for that? To bring in that audience? I Maybe. Think, I don't know. I thought his voice was interesting. I feel like I didn't like his voice very much. I don't know if I liked it, but I thought it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to listen to. I can't tell what I feel about it, but... Um, yeah, I mean, he definitely is the weakest link of this movie. I would say. Yeah, but, like, you know, and they also, they casted him before any of those allegations came out because the things with him is like he was texting and dating underage girls and they were like i didn't really consent to this yeah but you know he's like they did consent but they're like they're also underage yeah so even if the, you think they consented a part of them kind of didn't because they don't really know it, yeah like i guess i mean i don't agree with anything that he's done oh yeah. i think he's <laughs> a terrible human um <laughs> but it does get muddy with age of consent legally yeah. yeah because in some places age of consent is it's 16 different. some places it's 14 yeah mm -hmm. so i'm when i was looking it up the age of these girls were 17 mm. so it's technically of consenting age in some places yeah so i don't yeah. know but but then i don't know if that had to do with the fact that this movie kind of flopped it lost money 
I mean, I'm sure. It no, did. it did. Yeah, it made it, it, made. it, it the budget, the production budget was a hundred million. Uh, there was, but there was definitely more above it because that was only production. So I don't know how much yeah. they put into like marketing and stuff. But it made. I, I was doing this over out of my off my head. I think it made fifty. It made uh seventy five point seven mm-hmm. million. Oh, yeah. Man. It also uh is maybe society. It came out when No Way Home came out. Yeah, that was the other thing. And a is time it, when people were kind of not out, wanting to go to theaters because the wave, yeah. the next wave, it started. Because it came out on December. I didn't see it in theaters. I, didn't either. I, I watched it fully for the first time on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it once. It well, we'll get to this later. The shot that she loves. Oh my shot! Um, yeah, she was talking about this shot. Ever since she like texted me, I'll bring it up now. There's okay. this shot in the movie when he's saying Maria. It's the puddle shot, and it's oh, where yeah. he's standing in a puddle, and it the camera flies up over him, and there's like lights every like all these lights. And I thought in the theater, I was like, wow. I literally just sat there and was like, that's a really really nice shot. And so I told everyone about it afterwards, and I got really scared because I was like, she well, what was, if it's not as good she as She was talking was? about it for so long. She was like, oh my god, the puddle shot well, in West Well, it was West more Side so because I was like, I want to show people this, and I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, and she couldn't find clips oh, of it no. anywhere. And then finally it came out on Disney+, Plus and she and we watched it because I was like, I'll watch the movie, whatever, sure. And and it was it was underwhelming for me. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful shot still. I still think, here's the thing. But it's different because it wasn't in a theater. I think it's different on the big screen <laughs> with the music all around you. I think okay, I would shit. have different opinions if I saw it in a theater. Because whenever I come out of a theater, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Like, every single time, no fail. But then when I'm watching it, you're like, at streaming home, it like... at home, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> every time you come out of the theater, you're like, it was a great experience. I had a great time. It was a <laughs> <Yeah>. great movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I feel it. I mean, I still like, I think it's a cool shot. I think more is that in my head, it looked different in my head. And I feel like in my head from her describing it, I think it looks cooler in my head than what the actual shot is. So I think you overhyped it. <laughs> well, I, I really wasn't, I really, because I was afraid I was going to overhype it. This is all yeah. visual stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I guarantee you when I show it to them, they're not going to think it's as cool as I do. Because I was also like, I don't even remember what it looks like. I just vaguely remember it in my head, and I remember yeah. it being really cool. Yeah. So it's like I'm. I know it's not going to be as cool as I think it is when it comes out, and it wasn't. But I was like, it's still a nice shot. It's definitely nice. We'll get to it later because I actually because and also I'm people were talking about, about it in but... like the review things on Letterboxd. They're like, oh, that puddle oh, shot. Yeah, they're like, those. this shot is so beautiful. It's so sad that Ansel Elgort had to be in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he his acting was really really bad, in my opinion. I mean, I, I definitely, if you're going through all the act, all the people in this, in this movie, he would definitely be at the bottom of, yes. of all the acting. Mm-hmm. And I think also voice wise, he's the, he's not, he's the worst. I think the worst. It's not the worst voice I've heard in my life. No. It's definitely worst movie, like worst mu- movie musical, uh, voice, um, cho- choices, but it's definitely not the best in the movie. Yeah. So I'm, I think one of the worst acting moments for him that I want I want to address. Yeah. Because I think it really highlights why I don't believe him as a character. Mhm. So when Valentina is telling him that Maria's dead. Yeah. And he picks up his bag and like runs to the side of the room and throws himself up against the wall crying. Mhm has his eyes wide open looking at her and then runs up the stairs. In that time, 
nothing like okay <laughs> i'm an actor <laughs> i've gone through a scene like this before yeah. and it's a thing of you have to go through each emotion and each thought mm-hmm. and if you don't it's not going to show and it's not going to play well that makes sense i don't know what emotion (laughs) this man was trying to feel i don't know if he was sad i don't know if he was mad i presume he was trying to do sad and then mad because he runs away to get chino to kill him Mm -hmm. but it doesn't you can't distinguish where that transition of emotion happens and then it just looks stupid <laughs> yeah because then it's just like oh he's throwing a tantrum well, and then he's like yeah. running in the street being like kill me yeah and i'm like this feels mm. kill me and then it didn't look like he actually cared about marie at all in yeah. my mm. opinion yeah and that's why it's i didn't a, believe it's it valid yeah i'm so ugly also whenever he cries in a movie i'm like this looks like too much. Yeah. yeah. Like he's in Fault in Our Stars. He has a whole scene where he's like, Yeah. Yeah. He's in the car. Yeah. 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 He's in the like, car. Like, oh, I wanted to buy my cigarettes. <laughs> my dad took away my cigarettes. <laughs> Even in Divergent, when it, like, there's a scene where his. Isn't the, the scene when her the dad dies? Yeah. When he's and he's like, his dad, and, he's and like, he looks up and he's dad's like, Dad's dead. He just did. No, he does. I don't even think he says anything. He just is like pouting. Yes. He has this pouting face. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. I'm glad we all know what we're talking about. We all know what we're talking about. Yeah. He literally just looks up and he's like, (laughs) it's like the funniest. I can't. I just have a nightmare about that. The only way I I can't look at his sad scene. He has this face, facial expression he does, and I'm just like always. I'm just like I don't know about this. Also, the look he gave Maria as he was dying. Made me die of laughter. <laughs> it's always sad when an actor does something that's supposed to be kind of serious and it just and makes it's you not. laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I know you didn't mean this and I'm sorry, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as the character goes. <laughs> God, we went so off. Oh, <laughs> well, but that's the good stuff. I mean, it's a part of it. I mean, if he's supposed to be sad. Yeah. And he can't portray that right, then it's you, a problem. You mess up what the character is supposed to be. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then, like, I mean, it also ruins like, like y- your watch of it. Yeah. Because if if it's a good if it's a good if if it's good acting, you should be able to actually feel for it and be like, I am also sad because you are sad. Yeah. And I feel the loss that you felt, you know. But if he's just like like throwing a tantrum, and you're just like, whoa what's happening it just ruins them it like brings you out of it it ruins the moment you're like oh well now he's just gonna be a whiny boy and go get himself killed i mean i don't think he's incredibly incredibly terrible in this movie but i just feel like every time i look at him i'm like you're ansel elgort i don't believe that you're someone (laughs) else you see ansel elgort you don't see and it's and that's weird because he's not even like an actor where he's in something so famous that like you only see him as like like Tom Holland you only see him as Spider-Man or whatever it's not like he's that where it's like you see him as that as no, like I'm just that I'm not even that. seeing him as Augustus Waters no like you're it's literally Elgort. just you're like it's Ansel Elgort for some reason maybe yeah. just because he's just playing himself I don't know maybe <laughs> he's playing himself I yeah. did appreciate the expansion of his character a little bit mm-hmm though like a little bit yeah um how you get the backstory of 
him going to jail and why that happened. And Mm -hmm. then you see that come up again with Bernardo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see him realize that he's in the same situation as he was with one of the... What was the name of that gang? The Egyptian Kings or something like that? What? I don't know. Because I remember hearing it. I was like, I've never heard that in like... an iteration of West Side Story before. <laughs> I but, don't know. Yeah. I believe you. But then you see it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think that gives more context. Knowing that he was like, in that scene, he was like, oh, I could have killed him. Like it, and it would have been so easy. Mm-hmm. If I just let myself do it. Yeah. And then when you see that happen with Bernardo. Yeah, that does help. It shows a lot for character. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else to say about Marie and Tony. I mean, they're they're both pretty flat. <laughs> and Don't have chemistry. Yeah. yeah. We can move on to Anita. So, yeah. One, she won all the awards. Yeah. She was, yeah. Like, she was like the one Oscar from everything I was reading about before the Oscars happened that was like, this is locked. We know she's yeah. going to win yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. And who is Anita played by? Ariana. Ariana DeBose. Ariana DeBose, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've I never think, seen like, her in anything else. I haven't either. I haven't either. She's also from Broad. She I she was knew it. I had she a was in uh a, I think she was like one of the just part of of the original Hamilton company. Oh yeah. She was oh, like yeah. she was just one of the dancers. I think. I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I, her face seemed familiar. Yeah. <laughs> You're like I've seen you somewhere. Yeah. I think that's mainly. I don't know what else she's done, but I just I do know she was in original company of Hamilton. Um, yeah, so she is, she is Broadway. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it does, I feel like it again shows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think she, she was good. I, again, I don't know if it's like an Oscar worthy performance. I don't know what the acting. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I don't that's know the thing. Is that a lot of the time? Here. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, I don't really know what an Oscar worthy performance is. Yeah, I thought, I mean, she had one of the better performances. And yeah. the arc of the character I mentioned before is an exciting one to yeah. play and to see mm-hmm. because she always sticks to what she believes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was also interesting in this version because uh, you had Rita Murano playing Valentina, but she playing Anita in the original version. Mm-hmm. So then when there was the scene, uh, the sexual assault scene, um, she like saved her young younger self almost from I'm it. I'm pretty sure you know? Doc comes in in the original. In the original? Yeah. No, but like in this version, Valentina stops it. But Valentina is the equivalent of Doc. Yeah. So it's it's the same plot. Point. But you're yeah. saying it's but like I'm saying like it's that character saving, saving her, like yeah it's kind of like her saving her younger self almost because right. she played the character before yeah. so like you have kind of also that kind of interesting thing because apparently for, when for Rita Morano when they originally filmed it she was she like had a really hard time with that scene mm. and then she was praising like apparently Ariana Debose like was very like very good at composing herself and like getting the emotion after she like stopped it and like. I know. I think she, they said that that moment was like really important and mm-hmm. good. So it. I mean, it it turns the tide in the yeah show. Yeah, like I think she was really impressed by her ability to kind of like like process the moment and then yeah have the turn. Yeah. And kind of see where that's coming from. So, yeah. Um. Do we want to move on to Bernardo Riff yeah. somebody? Yes, Bernardo. Yeah. Bernardo. I was watching the documentary. I was watching the documentary for this movie, and they were like, "This guy was in 
something like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. a way long time ago. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> and then and then he like disappeared from acting. He stopped doing it. And then yeah. they they saw him in that and they specifically wanted him from that. So they they like went what? and approached him. <laughs> I swear to god this is real. I mean, I'm sure it is. I don't know <laughs> the specifics of it and I'm really yeah. trying hard to remember what it was that he was in. <laughs> Like yeah, because David Alvarez. David Alvarez, right? Likes... Billy Elliot. <laughs> yes. The musical. Yeah. He the was Broadway in... production of yes. Billy Elliot, the musical. Yeah, he oh, was wow. in Billy Elliot, and they were like, "This guy's the next big thing." And he stopped doing everything. <laughs> then they were like, "No, we want him." Uh, but yeah, Bernardo. I mean, I think their chemistry is be- definitely better than Marie I, and Tony's. <laughs> I have always been a sucker for Bernardo and in this relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I've always loved him. I mean, it definitely is better. Yeah. I mean, also, like, after he dies. Yeah. Like, like you can just see their relationship more. You definitely get more of, like, a sense of what their relationship is than anything from Tony and Maria. Yeah. Like. like I mean, they've been together for five years. Yeah. Um, they talk about having children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, except they both want different things and they kind of play around with that, right? Like, because mm-hmm. Bernardo said he had the dream about having five kids in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Anita was like, yeah, you think that's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's also like a whole argument between like even him and his sister about sort of like, what's the better way of life? He's like, I don't think we belong here. But they're like, but there's more of a future here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they kind of have to fight between, like, I don't know, they feel like they're not welcome, but also this is the place that you go to have a dream. Yeah. And she, he's like, we should go back to Puerto Rico and have all these kids. And she's like, I'm not going to give them that life if they're, if we're going to have no money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not going to raise my kids in a place that's... Just... Not going to put them to bed hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of an interesting thing we have to talk about, because it is like, what what is the better way of life? It's interesting, like, the, there's, like, class struggles here, but it's between poor people. Mm-hmm. Like, instead yeah. of it being between rich and poor, it's between poor and other type of poor. Yeah. <laughs> so. And he really cares about all the people around him and yeah. has, like, mm-hmm. intentions for each person almost. Mm-hmm. In, like, a weird... Because he's the, he's the man of the house, right? Yeah. So, like, he's set Maria up for Chino. Mm. And therefore, Chino can't be in the sharks. Yeah. Even though he wants to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he has more of a purpose than that. Yeah. He has a grand plan for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, he's a protector. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I think we can move on to Riff then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's also kind of an interesting character because he's like, I don't know, like, what is his goal in all of this? Why does he want to have a rumble so bad? What is his, like, what does he really desire? Power? Is this another toxic masculinity thing? <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. You know. Yeah. I want to say survival is his. Yeah, like what thing? is it that he hates so much about this other gang that is so, like I ooh. existing. <laughs> I had an idea. It might be totally off, <laughs> but <laughs> um, because the neighborhood is getting taken down. Mm-hmm. And it's all he's ever known. Yeah. We don't know what his family situation is like, but we can presume that it's awful. Mm-hmm. That he's using these other gangs that come in, like the one that they had the rumble with last time, the mm. Egyptian king. I want to <laughs> say it was the Egyptian kings, but I, I, I really go don't it. know. <laughs> um, but he uses them as a scapegoat Yeah. Mm. to release 
his frustration of the only really neighborhood that he knows being mm-hmm. destroyed. And so he's blaming them rather than yeah. the people who left him, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. It would be interesting to even if they could go in deeper to that. I don't know. Do you, do you know what I mean? I feel like there's inklings of things that we kind of find interesting about a character, but they don't really go deep into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you're kind of left to, I don't know if it's a better thing or worse, but you're kind of left to fill in the blanks by yourself. Yeah. Like, we know that he's Tony's best friend mm-hmm. and the leader of the Jets. But, like, what else? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get not Great super actor. Deep. Yeah. Great yeah. actor. Yeah. I was surprised. I thought that he might get, like, a supporting actor nomination. Mm. I, don't, um, I don't think the character shows enough range for that. Yeah. True, yeah. But then I feel like if that's the case, I feel like uh, Anita also doesn't really have that much to go. Mm, she's got the scene where she tells the Jets off. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And she Maybe got he, the song. He dies too quickly. Yeah, that's true. The His death moment was really a highlight for that actor. Mm, yeah. Where he's saying, like, it's okay. Take the knife out. I feel like he probably is also the kind of person who's like, I know I'm going to die young. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just is ready Let it for happen. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what everyone's telling him, that he's off to do nothing yeah Yeah. anyway i don't know i feel like that's again it's kind of hard to talk about it because there's not a whole lot of character development yeah it's a little bit for some of them but i don't know the other characters are all kind of there yeah yeah i feel like really the big thing about this movie is just that it's it's good music yeah yeah it's got (laughs) fun songs yeah (laughs) it's what we came for (laughs) yeah but i mean the characters are just kind of like fine <laughs> i guess and then you have tony yeah. <laughs> and then i thought oh, Locker's a really bad actor <laughs> yeah that just it like when i first finished this movie i watched it with my mom and i looked over and i went wow i'm never watching this again just, wow <laughs> and she was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then looking back on it and like thinking about it I'm like, oh, yeah, I think that my person, like, this lead role, these two powerhouse characters that are supposed to carry the whole thing, make me care as an audience member, Mm -hmm. just really didn't do it. They didn't make me care. And the story doesn't allow for enough development in the characters that piqued my interest. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like technically it's a really good movie, mostly because it's Spielberg. I think visually it's really beautiful. And I wonder what he would have done with, like, a different one. Like, just something with more story. Yeah, and it's also, like, is it because he did it that it got nominated for Best Picture? Yeah. If Spielberg hadn't made this movie, but it was the same movie and it existed, would it have been nominated for Best Picture? Probably not. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it was nominated for a lot of things. But, but like, most of them were production-based. Yeah, a lot of them were visuals. Because and... I feel like technically he's a really good director, and he has like a lot of moments in his movies with really good shots. Yeah. But yeah. I am like feel like this just doesn't have enough material for it to really push all those barriers to yeah. be like the greatest. Yeah, because it's just the material he's working with. You can't really change it too much because it is such a classic musical. Because you have like, to keep the essence of the musical. Yeah. If you lose that, then it's a failure. Yeah. And a lot of movie musicals don't turn out super well. We've talked about this before. Yeah. About how a lot of, at least live action, I think animated ones tend to do a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, live action movie musicals, there's something about them. 
but just sometimes they come out and you're like, this just feels off. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I, I think. Oh, a She's theory. A theory. <laughs> I think it's the difference between film acting and stage acting. That could be it. That is. Yeah. Because there is. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. And you see it a lot of times when film actors go into theater. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, it's a very different, and vice versa as well. Yeah. When you see, like, a person who does, like, a lot of Shakespeare going in and doing, like, a film, you're like, and it feels oh, yeah, you did theater, right? The it's yeah. just really dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, also, like, but then you have stuff where you watch movie musicals and you're like oh but the best people in it were the people that were in the actual musical yeah so it's like i think i think a lot of the time when you have a stage actor go to film it usually doesn't work out but i feel like the exception is probably with musicals yeah because like then it then it is still i guess more over the top thing it so might, it works mm, i don't know theory this <laughs> might be my slander as Ooh. a theater person <laughs> but um film actors just do film a lot of the time yeah because they make money mm-hmm. theater actors want to do theater yeah yeah but they can't make enough money to survive doing theater so they do these other films yeah mm. I mean, I haven't gone through film acting training, yeah, but I know how intense theater acting training is for developing characters mm-hmm. and like just scribbling all over your script of knowing what intention goes with what word, yeah, not even phrase but individual word, yeah. So I wonder if that has something to do with. It. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, it it, it obviously is like case by case, but I think generally, like. Yeah, just the training and kind of the intention behind what goes into it is probably has a lot to do with why some of them don't work. I always think back to Howard Ashman having that one interview where he was like, he thinks that doing live action musicals is really stupid because he was like, for film, because, yeah. cause again, it's back to that suspension of disbelief is that you, it's really hard to have a suspension of disbelief, which I think is super weird, but for some reason maybe makes sense. And that's why he did animated musicals is because you can, mm-hmm. it's so much easier to just immerse yourself. You already have to believe that these people are real and they're not. Yeah. It's not that much of a step further, but when you watch like a movie musical, it's a lot, you have to really kind of change your worldview. Yeah. Maybe it's the know. dancing. <laughs> maybe yeah i don't know i almost feel like yeah when when there's dancing and like choreography that's almost less believable than them singing yeah well it's also like you how know? maybe like also how diegetic the music is if it's people singing on a stage versus them singing and it's not real yeah yeah so, I mean. yeah i mean also i think another problem just music wise which maybe we can get into later is just like um like the the essence of it being a live performance versus something that's pre-recorded and has been like auto-tuned and mm-hmm. <laughs> fixed up in post like that that also feels not as genuine like just listening to it in like a movie so like i know it sounds cleaner but it probably doesn't feel as like right i don't know yeah. <laughs> you know so i don't know i think it's a mixture of a lot of things <laughs> but yeah but character yeah. character <laughs> Yeah. Should we talk about Chino? We can talk about Chino. Yeah. I have, and like, Valentina. They're kind of they kind of are quite important. I know. I, I had them. They were the only two people that I had on here for like characters to talk about, just because I feel like everyone else is like just there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we can talk about Valentina and Chino really quickly. 
<laughs> well, Valentina that. replaces the Doc character. Yeah. Yeah, she's Doc's Puerto Rican wife. Which kind of adds an element to that, because she's like, they think because I married a white person that oh, I yeah. am now a white person. Oh, <laughs> I, I, know, I know the line. I know the line. Cool. I'm pulling a Chelsea here. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it's, they think because I married a gringo that I'm a gringa, but I'm not a gringa. Or, no, I fucked it up. <laughs> They think because I married a gringo that makes me a gringa, but I ain't, or something like that. Mm. Mm. And so that kind of just adds this this whole thing of, like, who are you associated and how does that change your identity with your other, with people, uh, with your peers? Yeah. Which is kind of an interesting thing to add to it. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of the only person who's really super sympathetic to Tony, who's not one of his peers. Yeah. And is actually looking out for him. Yeah. She's kind yeah. of like the connecting piece between them. Yeah. yeah. Because all of this could have been avoided if Tony listened to Valentina and didn't go to the dance. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. But then he would have never found love. Well, look how that turned out for him. <laughs> that's true. What's the message of this movie? Love will kill you. <laughs> love will kill you. <laughs> what is the message of this movie? I don't... It's probably, um, don't judge people by where they come from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the underlying be, theme but... is love will kill you. <laughs> love is Is that evil. love is an extremely powerful weapon. Mm. But it can transcend anything, you know? Yeah. Any differences you have. Mm. Yeah, yeah, love can yeah. transcend... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Sappy. Um, <laughs> yep. And then Chino just kind of makes me uncomfortable. He, this portrayal of him was very, like, seedy. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, like <laughs> when I was on, I was starting to watch it again on the SkyTrain, because I was like, oh, I actually have to know what I'm talking about a little <laughs> bit. Um, and it was the part where Chino comes into the kitchen and is talking to Bernardo, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you're my best friend. <laughs> Bernardo's like, you're the smartest friend I ever had. <laughs> He's like, I want to be part of the sharks. <laughs> Did he whisper like that? A little bit. <laughs> I don't remember this. I, but this is before so, they go to the dance, right? This is before they go to the oh, dance. Yeah. yeah. She puts on her red lipstick. That's a weird scene. It's fine. I mean, I get it. But I think it's because... Because she put it on and then she took it off. And then she put it on when they were leaving so that they wouldn't have enough time to get back because Bernardo didn't want to be late. Because she mentions that Bernardo was a dictator. Mm -hmm. So he would have been like, no, you can't wear the red lipstick. Mm -hmm. Because in the first or in the earlier iterations of it, Maria's like, I want to wear red. Why can't I wear red like you? Mm. And Anita's like, because you're pure. (laughs) And Bernardo's like, because you're like my little sister. And in this, Anita was like, oh yeah, take the belt. But it was like a fight to get the belt in the original ones, I'm pretty sure. So the red lipstick kind of Mm. pays homage to that because the belt was an easy win. But Chino. But Chino. I don't know. What does he do? He's, he's. What does he do in between being at the beginning? Like when when they come in and go to the dance and then between him that and him killing tony <laughs> he's kind of like anybody's where yeah. he's wa- he's on the outside of it mm-hmm. but he knows everything that's happening yeah like anybody's is the equivalent of chino on the jet side yeah even though anybody's doesn't kill anybody who anybody the yeah that's that's the name of the okay I, yeah um, that's the, the 
trans person. Yeah. Huh? The one that wants to be part of the Jets, but they're like, oh, no, you can't because yeah. you're a woman. And that was, then, then yeah, the character like, was I'm changed not a woman. In the original, it's portrayed as like a tomboy. Yeah. yeah. In made, but yeah. in this, they yeah. alluded yeah. much more heavily to the fact that anybody's is trans, is a trans yeah. man. I thought you but. meant that they were like in the original Shakespeare. Oh, thing, and no. that's like their name was anybody's. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the name of the yeah character, which is a very odd. Anybody's. I don't. I'm sure there's some. Nickname, right? I'm sure Sondheim had some symbolic thing behind it. Probably. I feel like I forget that she knows well, exists. But he's and then, integral to the plot. Yeah, he's important. Because if he doesn't grab the gun, yeah. and leave with it, yeah. and tell Maria that uh, Tony killed Bernardo and that he was gonna go kill Tony, yeah, like it, he carries uh, all the plot. He, can, he makes he the ending happen. Tony. No, yeah. Yeah, he does. I, oh, I hate that it's when. Like, and then if if I, they hadn't know that Chino had the gun, yeah, then Anita couldn't tell Valentina mm-hmm. that Chino killed Maria. Yeah, I think it really bothers me in the original Romeo and Juliet thing too. The fact that they're like, oh, they died, and so they're like, okay, I'll kill myself, and they're not actually dead, and they're like, oh my god, you're dead, so I will also kill myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? This is insane. At least yeah. they didn't do that. In this one, I guess she, yeah, she doesn't die. She doesn't, she doesn't die. kill herself. She just really wants to. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, You're dead. Come kill me. And it's like, uh. He finds <laughs> out she's dead. He's like, Kill me. Kill Yeah, he's running through the streets, literally yelling, Kill everyone's me. Everyone's like, It's like, You've known this woman for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's a person. And he, important, but. Very important. But. But like his but actual always, presence, I'm the, always The like, character is forgettable. Yeah. I think it might also work in the favor because he's supposed to kind of be the the not cool love interest. Yeah. yeah. Like he's there for her, mm-hmm. and she's like, I don't think I like you. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're not hot. <laughs> Rip. That that's my one's why. One of two characters that wears glasses. Well. Who's that's the a other specific one? fact. <laughs> yeah, that him and the uh, teacher that runs the dance. Oh, do you do this for every movie? Do you go through the movie and find how many? No, I just only that went into my head because I was like, "Oh yeah, Chino wears glasses." That was like I (laughs) was something I noticed. Rebecca's like, "I have a list actually. Here you go of all the all the characters with glasses." It always does like stand out to me because it is supposed to, in some weird way, insinuate something about the character. Mm. Like Chino's an academic. Characters don't just randomly have glasses for yeah. no reason. Like What's he's about? he's supposed to be uh, higher up than the rest of them because he has like a job and is going into business and fixing adding machines. I think mm-hmm. it's so funny. It's so weird that like the stereotype for smart people is glasses, which is basically saying if you can't see <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> You're really smart. Yeah. <laughs> What's what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It makes zero sense. It does not. But anyways, I feel like that's all for character. I feel yeah, like we've spent a lot of time on character. I would give a seven and a six and a half. I'll go up to a seven. I mean, you don't have to. No, I will. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just really didn't six. like some of the acting, but in reflecting, I'm like, that was a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Okay, two sevens. 
Uh, which means we'll re- move on to round three, which is visual volume, scoring based on visual elements such as cinematography, production design, and costuming. I also added choreography in here. Uh, yeah, we need to because, talk about dancing. Because I was like, I don't know where else to put it other than visuals, so I added oh, choreography I also. I yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, I think this makes sense to me. <laughs> we didn't talk about this and we were no. going through it. Yeah. But this is like one of those movies that when I was looking at like best cinematography at the Oscars, I was like, I wouldn't be mad at this one. Yeah. I would be fine because I feel like it's really pretty. Yeah. Now we're getting into the categories that I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I mean, when he gets to editing, we're just like... Oh, yeah. 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 It was fine. It's fine. (laughs) Unless there's something really... I feel like the only time that the editing... Which is good because editing shouldn't stand out. But the only time that usually that we have something to say about it is if we're either like, ah, this moment's really good and I think it's because of the editing, or if it's like, this moment's really bad. It's like Dear Evan <laughs> Hansen. Do you remember when we saw Dear Evan Hansen? Yeah. And when he's singing that, what's the first song? Was it Waving Through? He sings Waving Through Window and he's saying, yeah. he's, saying all, he's saying on the outside always looking and he's, and he's inside looking out. But it's, no. <laughs> but it's not even that. It's like, it's, no, it's like bad. going back and forth so quickly. Yeah, it like cuts really weirdly and like it just, it just doesn't feel good. It's just, it's just not good. But yeah, he does sing really on the outside, always looking in, and movie. he's inside looking out, which is funny. Anyways, <laughs> so visually, but yeah. so visually, I was like, I think it's a really pretty movie, and it's I, got my puddle shot, which I love. I think yeah. it's a gorgeous, gorgeous, Gorgina movie. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what you want to give it because we didn't discuss I don't this. Know. We didn't discuss this. Mm-hmm. What do you want to give it? <laughs> so I can speak more to costuming. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's where my primary score will come out of. Yeah. But honestly, I think it could be. Well, uh, oh god, I don't. What are what 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 is this category again? Visual. So so cinematography, production design, costuming, and then I'm adding choreography. And choreography. Like yeah. Everything visual. Yeah. Just I, anything like about the okay. way it looks. So anything to do with my eyes. Yes. Um, eyes. I think the <laughs> dancing and the costuming and the colors. Yeah. Were really, really great, but I can't really. I don't really know what I'm talking about with the rest of it. So, but I would, I would say a nine. Okay. I was gonna say probably around a nine. Like it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can start with two nines, not ninety-nine. That's not right. Okay. Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. It auto. It. This is like the highest scored movie because I accidentally <laughs> put ninety-nine. <laughs> okay. I mean, if, if Spielberg doesn't use the same. I don't think he uses the same cinematographer for all of his movies, but all of his movies tend to be high up there with cinematography. His, I was actually looking at the cinematographer this, for this movie. I don't know how you say his name. Janusz K- Kaminski, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, and uh, and he did like he did he did a ton, a, he's ton done a, a ton of Spielberg stuff. He did uh, like Schindler's List, oh. Saving oh. Private Ryan. Is this no? Is that yeah. Spielberg? Yeah, that yeah, is. It is. Um, he did like. Uh, one of the Jurassic Parks. He might have done both of them. I don't know. Like, oh, a so couple he's of them. Like... He's done, like, a ton of stuff. I was mm-hmm. scrolling through it, and I was like, Spielberg, Spielberg. <laughs> I mean, directors did, like... tend to stick with cinematographers. Yeah. They really like them. So he's done, like, a lot of the big Spielberg stuff. So I think it is kind of the same person. It's really interesting, then, because he's um, not, like, the type of cinematography like, people talk about a lot. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really weird. I don't know. Um, and, uh, for your puddle shot, I have little information on it, but apparently it was the last shot on the last day of principal photography. So he wasn't there for it. I don't know. That's the other thing. Okay. You've listened to all our episodes, so you might know what we're talking about, but the thing where Spielberg doesn't go to the last shot of his movies, 
because maybe we cut this. I don't know. We talked about it at some it point. It was in Jaws or something. Yeah. He doesn't go to the last. Uh, on the last day of production, it's it's apparently traditional that he doesn't go to the last shot that's being shot because it's like, I don't Bad know. Bad luck or something. I don't know. I hate that. Something he like has, that. Something happened on Jaws, I think. As? Yeah. Because that, that was like a cursed production. Well, and I think, I think we were saying like, it's probably not anything important. Like, it's probably, like, not something that important, but apparently he doesn't go to... I don't know. I didn't... I don't know if he went to this or not. I think he did, because apparently this was... That shot was something last minute that this that the cinematographer suggested that they do. They're like, what if we had a big puddle shot? He was like, shot? what if we had a big puddle shot? And then he was like, I guess so. And it was the mm-hmm. last shot they did. As someone who wants to be a director, mm-hmm. that just seems like bad practice. I mean, it is strange. I don't know what I can't remember what the reason was. I why think it was it? bad luck. Oh, why he doesn't yeah. go? Well, I, guess I think it was bad luck. I think he it was something on Jaws. I think something yeah. happened, and he was like now superstitious about it. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, so I could Google. Yeah. It. I found this. Yeah. Today I learned that Steven Spielberg was not present for the shooting of the final scene in Jaws because he thought the crew was going to throw him in the water when the scene oh, was over. Yeah. Oh, Since then, funny. it has become tradition for him to be absent on the final scene of one of his movies. I don't yeah. know if that means okay. shooting the final scene in the script or if that means shooting the final scene of production. I think it means final scene of production. So this is the last thing they shot of so, But this is the last thing. That, but I didn't I, I didn't read anything about the, if he was there or not. I mean, it, I just heard that the cinematographer was like, why don't we do a puddle shot? And then they were like, sure. Yeah. And that uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe every single last shot they do has water in it. Oh. So that there is the threat of getting wet. And that's why. Maybe. Because that... That just I think like at this point, if someone pushed fun. him into the water, I think there would be some problems. But this says final scene. Yeah. That's a lot. No, I know. Like, that's a whole the... scene? Yeah, I don't know. That's, like, really that's bad a practice. <laughs> that's a lot to like, I can understand I mean, you being like, like, this is the final shot, bye, for, like, that's... jokes. Yeah, and if that's it's, like, like if a it's, like, for a director well, and then you could also, you could also, like, specifically, if you, if that's a thing, you could specifically plan it out to be, like, okay, my last shot is gonna be an establishing shot or something, or, like, something really easy, like an yeah. insert. Then you could be, like, bye, I'm not here for this insert. <laughs> I don't know if this is real, though, because people know. said this, and I'm, like, I, this seems fake. But. I don't know. So I don't know if he was there or not, but I just, that was the only information on your beloved puddle shot that I got. What a great, what a great shot. Um, so, and um, then uh, other stuff for cinematography, um, the dance scene, when they're walking into the dance floor, yeah. that's like a, a long sequence that was three shots that they stitched together to look like one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so he described it as starting on steady cam. Um, bringing the actors down the hallway, and then right when the doors open up, it transitions into a cable cam shot that goes up into the air and then over to the yeah. other side of the gym. And apparently that was, like, a lot of uh, of coordination between the camera and lighting because all of the stuff obviously was in, like, the rafters of the gym. And as the camera goes up, certain areas of the lighting had to turn off and move out of the way for the camera, but still make it look lit. So other stuff had to turn on. So it was like a giant coordination of like camera goes here, this turns off, this moves here, this goes here, camera goes here, the lights turn off here, (laughs) go here, you know, as it goes like across. So that was apparently like a big sequence. And I think someone, someone big said 
like specifically saw that shot and was like, "That's an accomplishment. That's impressive." You know what? When you do don't stuff remember who like it was, that, though. <laughs> and, and we don't really we have a lot of experience when you do stuff like that and it works. It's like exciting. That's yeah. like when we were doing our film and like the yeah. mirror stuff we do, and when it you you finish that and it actually works the way you planned it, it's really it's really special. Yeah, you're like you're just like nice. wow, something Good that job. We, that's something that like worked really yeah. well and it's kind of different. Yeah. So I bet yeah. that they did that and they were like. They were like, good job, us. They were like, this wow. This looks cool. It just feels good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that might, that's really all that I had for cinematography. I mean, there's, there's, yeah, other, th- other than that, there's probably specific moments. I don't know. Like, other than the puddle shot, what's a moment that you think is nice looking? I, I mean, know. America looks really good. Yeah. America I heard it really was good. really hot. I heard that <laughs> It looked her, hot. Yeah, it, it looked, looked hot. really hot. I heard she went through, like, not, like a bunch of shoes because they kept on burning like like well, literally because... the rubber on the bottom of her shoes was melting so she went through like eight pairs of shoes or yeah. something it was like a lot of shoes that, um, was, that was beautiful i would like to bring up one shot that i thought was very odd mm. in my opinion like it just yeah. looked weird and i was like yeah. why are we doing this that's fair was the floor scene the floors why and she's like when he's like oh i sweep the floors so well come look at the floor that I sweet and they're like looking at their reflection in the floor and then it like goes back to them and then goes back to the floor and it's like oh yeah good job with the floor buddy I just thought it was kind of weird yeah is, am I That's wrong? Fair. No, I feel I, I feel like I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah, and that is kind of weird. It's also yeah. stuff like that they have to like <laughs> CG the I don't know, see they have to put their faces yeah. in there because obviously yeah. it's probably not a real reflection. Yeah, yeah. O- also, uh, the I feel pretty scene. There's a bunch of mirrors, and I was oh. like, "Where's the camera?" Yeah. Now every time we watch anything with mirrors, we're like, "Where's the camera? Where's the camera?" Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, this movie generally also is yeah pretty bright, colorful. I always love a the, color pop movie. I mean, yeah. and the colors were symbolic as well. Yeah, I have stuff That's in the always, costumes about because like, that was that was a cost- I'm now you probably know this, but I don't. But was the <laughs> costume designer the same one for Hamilton? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. Paul Taswell. Yes. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, the the Hamilton costumes are really good. Um, he likes his color association. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like for we can move on to costumes. The it, I mean, it's, there's not that much. It's mostly just like the jets were were more designated to like cool tone co- colors to reflect the steel and the concrete and the streets of New York, um, as it was in the 1950s. And then the sharks were more warm tone colors to represent where they came from in Puerto Rico of the island, having a tropical feel. And most of the dresses uh, were like flora patterns or like just brighter colors, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of represent the puerto rican community so yeah mm-hmm. which i mean it, it's all it's all good <laughs> yeah i mean it's nice having the contrast of like it's easy to recognize the two groups for one but also like yeah it's just i don't know it just looks nice <laughs> i i felt that i mean it's a period piece <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> the costumes were at least mostly period accurate i don't mm-hmm. think there was any glaring like no that was 40s or <laughs> when is this movie set? 60s, uh, I think. Uh, maybe or 50s. It's 50s. It might be 50s. It might that be was like a, that was one thing I noticed about. Um, yeah, no 50s because there were some like cigarette pants mm. and slimmer fit skirts, but there was also the new look, like Christian Dior's new look. Mm. 
dress fit. Oh, Chelsea's I like, like I, I know about know. fashion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but another thing was that with the Jets, they were all dirty. Yeah. And their shirts weren't tucked in and they mm. weren't done up. But the Sharks um, dressed. More put together. Yeah. Like, and mm. that also represents part of the class yeah. and racial struggles that were depicted in the film. Yeah, that's true. We can move on to choreography also. Mm. I have some stuff. Mostly just talking about, like, uh, inspiration, because obviously there's they have the old movie and the stage productions to go off of for choreography. Um, but uh, Justin Peck did the choreography, um, and he worked, He had to work really closely with, uh, with Spielberg and uh, Kaminsky for figuring out the choreography so that all of the camera and... And everything worked together mm-hmm. just so that they could figure out what they were doing. Um, and uh, also Rita Morano again randomly consulted uh, Justin Peck for the choreography. I guess because she was in the original movie. So she was like, I can help you out with anything. She was around a lot, I guess. Because um, she also uh, was one of the executive producers on it or something. Yeah. Um, and Justin Peck noted that the dance in movie musicals had grown into something of a joke in the past several decades. I don't know what this means. Uh, mm-hmm. With the 1961 film receiving some light mockery for depicting violent gang warfare with ballet movements. So he kept that in mind and was mindful of the new film's more realistic approach to the material and he chose to treat the dance as symbolic of the unity between the gangs, saying we have to remember that it's still a musical and that there's a unique kind of expression that exists in it. This isn't full blown realism it's literal realism so <laughs> literal realism i don't know uh and most of most of the choreography he 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 took like bits of of stuff from the stage production from other productions but like not like entire sequences it was just like specific movements and little small instances that are kind of like paying homage to old choreography but a lot of it's i think just from him I don't know. It's kind of a mixture, but it wasn't a complete like rip off of all the old choreography. So yeah, I I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not I'm not a dancer, but <laughs> not me either. Uh, <laughs> we are not either. <laughs> and again, like it said in this thing, which I think really accurately describes it and how mm-hmm. it was portrayed of like paying tribute to the original, paying tribute to the genre. Yeah. Um, because it would, I think it would kind of just not be fun if they didn't pay tribute to musical theater dance styles yeah there's kind of like a a way that it's done yeah that just makes it like fun and if not i feel like i mean also i think it feels awkward then if it wasn't like similar i don't know i feel like it would just feel off that's another thing where like when it's translated, I feel like if it's not similar enough or it's not paying tribute to like just musical theater, it just feels weird. There's yeah. something about it that you're like, this is not right. And in the transition from using like ballet as stage combat mm-hmm. versus actual stage combat. Yeah. Establishing that, you know, the ballet could be used as that. And then when they actually stab each other and there isn't any like dancey part yeah, of it it goes like serious it, it changes your perception of what's happening yeah i think it's all good i don't know if there's anything else you want to say about this category um, i mean i think yeah everything like looks good yeah um i feel like it's one of the stronger parts of it yeah, yeah. is the fact that visually it's really good yeah do we want to end it there then sure 
stick with two nines. Yeah, I'll yeah. Stick there. Sure. Okay. For that puddle shot alone. <laughs> for the great okay. shot. <laughs> We're gonna move on to round four, which is editing enumeration, scoring based on editing, music, and sound design. Again, we don't have a score. <laughs> yeah, editing wise, again, I don't know. This one's always difficult, but music wise, I think it's pretty good. Sound design, I have no idea. I don't think I would do much sound design or something like this. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? Okay. I want to say like eight and a half. I don't know why. I I would say eight. Eight. Okay. A solid yeah. eight. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll start with, uh, editing and sound just because there's less to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, sound design, really the only thing that I found is that when they did the, like, dancing, I think specifically it said in the gym, they actually recorded the, all of the dance footsteps in, like, during the, their filming, so they didn't have to redo it. Weren't some of the songs recorded live? Yes, I'll get to that, yeah. As someone who's done Foley before, it would probably be a nightmare. Yeah. Although, Jeremy told me that if you have more than four people, who cares about footsteps? But these are dance steps, so it's yeah. a bit different. But, you know. Yeah. So, it does seem I don't like know if it a was lot of people. Just, I don't know if it was just in that scene, like in the gym scene, or if it was for like other dances that they also recorded all the footsteps, but they did at least for that one. Mm-hmm. So, they probably did for other things too, um, which does help. Obviously, dance dance stuff is always going to sound better if you have like actually the matching stuff for it and they don't have to try to recreate it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, editing wise, I don't have very much. I mean, mostly probably all that you could talk about is that, again, like, editing the choreography is another important part of, like, showing it. Because you have to kind of show the right moments of the choreography and catch the important things. Uh, And when they're shown, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the choreography is done specifically so that certain things are highlighted. And if you're not showing that also in the editing and in the right moment, then it doesn't really hit as well. So, I mean, I think it does a good job with that. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, other than that, I think it's fine. <laughs> like, it's it's just kind of generic. It's fine editing, I think, other than that. Um, but the music. Spielberg originally asked John Williams to be the music director. God, I love John Williams. <laughs> but he said, nah. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was like, why don't you get David Newman to do it? A Newman brother, really? Yeah. Uh, no, so David Newman did it this. with conductor Gustavo Dudamel. I think that's how you say his last What's name. What's John Williams been doing? I don't know. Is he retiring? I don't know. What yeah. has he done recently? I don't know. I don't know. Probably helped with Star Wars, but... Oh, yeah. He's been busy doing the Obi-Wan theme. <laughs> that's it? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Everyone freaked out at that. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. It wasn't uh, It wasn't uh, John Williams for once. But again, they're just adapting it. Um, so uh, David Newman arranged and adapted the original score using alterations that were originally used in the uh, 1961 film. Just small ones. Like like having themes kind of show up earlier and like just bringing it more to the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, all of the songs were pre-recorded and used as playback except for the One Hand, One Heart song. Somewhere and the boy like that, I have a love song. So that would be really hard for me. I know because <laughs> yeah. all of those songs really go like to the top of the range. I know, and also parts of Maria. For some, apparently specifically, Ansel Elgort was like, 
I want parts of this to be sung live. But the other ones were specifically like, they were like, this whole entire song, but Maria's just parts of it that were sung live. Those are all songs that don't really have like dancing though. Yeah. They're They're very conversational songs. Yeah. Which makes sense. So it would help with the acting and Mm -hmm. that musical theater moment. Yeah, because it's hard to like in a in a booth get the back and forth and like cutting off of talking of talk singing without mm-hmm. actually just acting it out because then you have to like imagine what your movements are going to be before you do them and think of when the cutoff would be I don't know. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would definitely be harder. <laughs> so I think that makes sense that Imagine they did them they live. record like America Live and it's. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like 100 degrees outside. Everyone's hey, dying. They do it on Broadway. I mean, they do. It's true. Yeah. Anyways, and just a little interesting thing about the music uh, the song I Feel Pretty mm-hmm. is one that both Spielberg and Steven Sondheim originally. Well, Steven Sondheim, when they first made it, he was like, I don't want that song. Apparently, uh, apparently wasn't in the show originally. And then the producers were like, you need to add a fun, upbeat song to start off act two with. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but they like pretty much forced him to. So he added I Feel Pretty. Um, but he never liked it. And he never wanted it to be in there. And Spielberg yeah. was like, uh, I also am a little bit hesitant to put it in the movie because he was mostly worried about since there's not an intermission break, it would feel weird having like having like the death and then like i feel pretty you know yeah so he was also worried about putting it in the movie and then it was actually the screenwriter that said nah we'll keep it in and he explained that this is the first time in our story that the entire audience is ahead of maria's story and the audience will feel very protective of her because we know what she's about to find out yeah So that's why it's in the movie. That makes that makes a lot of sense because <laughs> when you're watching it, or at least when I was watching it, I yeah. was like, "Oh, this is weird." Yeah, yeah. Because we know what she doesn't. Yeah. And then it's it's upsetting. Yeah. For us to watch because we know that her brother. Yeah. Just died at the hands of her boyfriend. Yeah. That boyfriend. song always felt weird to me too. Yeah. Like even in the it, yeah. it's it feels kind of out of place. Yeah. And everyone I talked to is always like, this song's from this musical? I'm like, I didn't know that either. Because I feel like oh, it really? is kind of just a, a famous song. It's true. I mean I th- I feel like I always knew it was from West Side Story, but I feel like I could never place it in the story. Like place it when it goes. Right. It oh, just yeah, feels it, random. It is Again, I also think that Malta might have been one that was switched. The time. It was. I don't know. It was earlier. But, but um, yeah, I just found it interesting that like literally, like, Sondheim and Spielberg were both like, we don't want this in the movie, and the the screenwriter was like, no, it it is above. Like we're ahead of her. She doesn't know. It'll be an interesting moment. Yeah. He probably also just liked the song. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but yeah, I just thought that was interesting because usually when you have stuff like like big musicals like this you don't have the like song the like creator of it being like i hate this song i never wanted it in the show (laughs) like Um, i don't know it's just kind of weird in this version did they use the version of the song that says bright or did they use the original gay oh well because in in the original yeah it's like i feel pretty and witty and gay and i think it's bright but because you know gay um they like in glee they changed it to bright weird and in like high school versions they say bright really weird that's it's bright yeah i'm looking at the lyrics it's bright yeah okay why would they change it because i feel like they also 
gay. <laughs> yeah, but they still there's like isn't it Christmas songs that use gay? Yeah. yeah. And um the Flintstones theme song. What? Oh yeah. We'll have a gay old time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the synchronicity. <laughs> uh so you know. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Glee. Know. I'm surprised Glee wasn't brave enough. I don't know. That's weird, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. But speaking of Glee, yeah, that is where I first heard all the West Side Story stuff. Yeah. A lot of my musical theater knowledge honestly probably comes from Glee. And I bet that that's the case for quite a few people. I think it really is. Because if you're yeah. not into it, where would you hear about this stuff? Yeah. Well. But music-wise. But music-wise. <laughs> David Newman, great. Favorite song, go. Favorite song? I really like One Hand, One Heart. Yeah. I think America's fun. Mm-hmm. And I like Somewhere. Yeah, I like Somewhere. And um, uh, you need a song that I never remember the name. The, the. Uh, one the, of your own kind. Stick to your own. own kind. Yeah. I don't a like. A boy like that. Um, I don't like Cool. I hate cool. There's always like one song in a oh, musical that I stay hate. Coolie cool boy. In this musical, it's that song. I like when you're a jet. No, yeah, this this musical's ever mother loving street. I love that part. Oh, Mambo! I hate Mambo. 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 I remember we were watching it, and you were like, "Was this in the original version?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, I've never heard this song in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I like Tonight. I mean, I like a lot of them. Like, Maria yeah. and Tonight, I enjoy listening to. Mm-hmm. And what's the one he sings? Something's coming, something great. Right? Something's oh, coming. Yeah. Something's coming. Something's coming. Yeah. 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 I don't know the words. <laughs> I barely know them either. Yeah. But yeah, they're a fun time. They're good. Um, Except for cool. Even like, even like, I feel pretty. I'm, I'm always like, it's okay. I think it's the when I think about the actual musical, it's the one that I forget about. Yeah. Yeah. But I still feel like it's a really. But popular it's the song. most popular song from yeah. the musical. That's what I'm really saying. Weird. I'm telling you, I feel like I know a lot of people who are like, that's from this musical because I didn't even know. Yeah. Because like I know this song, but I didn't know it was from this. Yeah. I feel it's like that also happens with like time warp. Oh, yeah, the people don't know In, like, Rocky Horror, because I'm, like, that's always the last one that I think of from Rocky Horror. I, again, I only knew Time Warp from Glee. Yeah. I didn't know anything about Rocky Horror except for from Glee until we yeah. watched Rocky Horror, like, recently. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's, like, always songs where you're like, oh, I didn't know this was from this. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Is there anything else to talk about the, this round? Music? Um, I don't know. Rest in peace, Stephen Sondheim. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was, was, like, really soon after. Well, because he... I heard that they were going to put in four new songs mm-hmm. from four yes i feel like where always, i don't know how long is this movie this movie know. is two hours and 40 minutes that's a long movie it's a very long movie yeah um i always this is the kind of movie where i look at how long it is and then i think about what happens in it and i'm like how Dance. <laughs> I feel like that's good though. Dance I mean, happens. Yeah. I feel like that means it's probably well better paced because some movies are really long. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Like, this movie feels really long. I just feel like I think about this movie and I'm like, I can probably describe the plot of it like pretty quickly. Yeah, it's literally just they meet and then there's there's a a fight between the gangs. Some of them die and then there's a there's more fighting between but them. But it's it's one of those things you where know? every scene matters. Like, there's so much stuff that happens in between that. It's just, the, like, general plot. I'm like, this is a very simple plot. 
But it's somehow, like, three hours long, you know? Yeah. I heard somewhere that there were supposed to be a bunch of new songs, but then I wonder if... Because I don't... I don't know what happened to Steven's song. Yeah, I don't know. If it was just... If it was sudden or if it was expected. Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't he just really old? Isn't he, like, 90? Wasn't he, like, 90-something? Well, the also, like, there was a screening of, of the movie that came out uh for just like some of the cast and like heads and i i don't know if he went to it he might have gone to it and then three days later he died oh my god that's and then and then it came out world's premiere at like lincoln center like uh and really end of november and then it actually came out for everyone um december 10th that is so sad but he went he either went to or there was a showing of it before he died though for like the cast you got to see it i think so i think he went to it he had cardiovascular disease so it was hard Um, yeah he was like 93 or something yeah i wonder if he cared that this movie was being remade i don't know i mean i think has he done anything else Yes, right? I mean, like, it's yeah. Steven Sondheim. He's done a lot. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I don't know, you guys. I'm not super well-versed <laughs> in, in musical people. Let's see, what else? Would he have been more jazzed if something else had gotten made? I don't know. Again? I mean, I feel like if you were Steven Sondheim and Steven Spielberg was like, I want to remake one of your movies, I'd be like, that's movies. cool. Into the Woods. Or, you like that? <laughs> Imagine if, if the... Yeah. We did Into Imagine, the Woods. Yeah, we did. Imagine if... uh if um uh steven spielberg did the remake did the into the woods adaptation i think it would have been a lot better i think it would have been i think i think that would have been steven funny spielberg could do a really good into the woods i I'm like not into the woods. that would be funny i love into the woods no the yeah, into the woods not the i don't know if i like the movie or the not movies, i like i feel like the, the movies in my my like if i have like a list of like best uh, best movie musicals and then worst. Into the Woods is somewhere in the middle. It's of, just like it's middle. fine. I just really love Bernadette Peters. So yeah, that's true. I appreciate what with Sondheim how the actual soundtrack isn't very long. Yeah, there aren't that many songs mm-hmm. in it, but each song has a very specific role, yeah. and the motifs of those songs come in very frequently. Mm-hmm. Like tonight comes in a lot yeah it just plays the like yeah yeah because it comes in when it act when they actually sing it it's kind of throughout and then um the just are gonna have their tonight (laughs) (laughs) and then it turns into that quartet kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. that is like you're like climax (laughs) yeah I mean, Stephen Sondheim is pretty good at writing He's stuff like that. So, yeah. do we want to wrap up editing stuff there? Sure. Uh, what do we want to give it then? We had eight and a half. You had eight. I'll stick with my eight. Okay. I think it's fine. Okay, we're gonna stick with that. Okay. Sure, we'll stick with Which eight means half. we will move on to round five: societal sense of scoring based on the impact the film has on society and the industry. This one's difficult because it's not. We're not doing the first one, mm-hmm. and yes. it's not the stage musical. It's yeah. It's just a remake of it. Yeah. And yep. it, again, did pretty badly. Yeah. I don't really know a lot of people who saw it. <laughs> no. And um, it came out, I think, at an unfortunate time. Yeah. You know, like right like right when No Way Home came out. Yeah. And everybody saw that movie. Everyone was like, we're going to go see No Way Home. We're not going to spend our time watching West Side Story. Because also, weren't they shutting down theaters? 
Oh, because Omicron yes. was yeah. becoming a bigger thing? They yes. were, yeah, they were shutting down or at least, like, limiting capacity. Mm-hmm. Right and yet No Way Home out. still managed to be, like, the yeah. biggest movie, whatever, one yeah. of the biggest movies ever. So I yeah. think it was unfortunate at the timing of it. I think it was unfortunate because they didn't realize that Ansel Elgort was going to get canceled when they were filming. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. What do you think then? This I'm so bad like... at making scores for this round. Because it might be like a seven. Maybe. But that almost feels high too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe like a six and a half. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. What do you think? Five. Oh, wow. Sure. I have a question of I understand that by remaking this movie they were able to give greater context to um, the story where it sits in today's world and today's climate. Yeah. I I might get cancelled for saying this. But I just don't know why they needed to. Because I don't know how successful they were at that task. Because, yeah. as we talked about earlier, there was a controversy mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. whether or not it was successful. Yeah. And I think if you're going to do something with that purpose, mm-hmm. that needs to be your sole focus. I feel like the thing is that it wasn't made with the purpose of changing it. Like, then why did I think it was. It? I think it was made because he went, I want to do West Side Story. I feel like it almost feels like another thing where it's like, this is something that's really popular from the past. Yeah. And we feel like we need to bring it back. And it's like, why? Yeah. It's also like, like a don't bro- don't, it's not broke, so don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's still pretty good because of Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you kind of think, what if he had just done either something new or something different? Yeah. You know? Like, did we need another West Side Story? Yeah. Evidently not. <laughs> yeah, that's my question. Yeah. Did we really need it? And I don't think... But yeah. it's still not nominated. I mean, from what, stuff. like, I was reading, it did just seem like he randomly was like, you know what, I like West Side Story from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I want to do? Make a remake for fun. I think remakes so, are always really tricky because a lot of the times people do them and they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so often, like, if you can't really add something to a remake, and I think they did. I think they did add they, to it. But a lot of yeah. times people don't. Yeah. A lot of times when you're just like, this is worse. A lot My of time favorite they... remake is the 2011 version of Footloose. So good. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, that one. That's a good version. But, like, a lot of the times it's just, it always feels unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I appreciated how they villainized the Jets a little bit more mm-hmm. in this version because, yeah. I mean, that's important to do <laughs> because yeah. they're not good people. Yeah. <laughs> um... I mean, it didn't do that great at the Oscars. Yeah. No, but it still got nominated. I think I saw that it got, like, 65 wins overall this season. Oh, it got a lot. Wait, I think it was wins? more. I can, I mean, I can, I can name, not all of them. Well, cause she, but I can, one second. For, like, what? Well, well, for, like, anything that I was nominated for. In any single, like, awards, festival, anything. One second. I mean, me the minute. public really loved. I was looking at like Rotten Tomatoes last night, mm-hmm. and it has like a ninety-one on. It Rotten has really Tomatoes. high. Yeah, it has. And people loved what it, how it, modernized the story. I bet that if you really liked West Side Story, you'd probably think it was a pretty good adaptation of it. I think it was a pretty good adaptation. But yeah. if you don't care for West Side Story, you'd probably be like, "Well, what? Why?" <laughs> 
Yeah. You I know? feel like also the people who really love West Side Story are like, why? Because they're content with yeah, what the stage show and, and the yeah. 61 version. Here, I'll run through something. So it has like a 7.3 on IMDb, mm-hmm. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Google users thing is actually only a 69%. I think that's the most that's just the random like Google users. But I, I always see that and I'm like, I don't even know what this is from, but it's always yeah. like really low. Uh, uh, it has 67 wins and 279 nominations total. Messy letterbox. It has uh, for uh, for Oscar nominations, it was nominated for seven for winning for best actress, like we talked about, and also being nominated for best picture production design sound costume cinematography and directing uh it also won four nom it, it got four nominations at the golden globes it won for best picture motion music motion best motion picture musical or comedy and then it was also nominated for best actress in a motion picture musical or comedy for rachel zegler and uh best supporting actress for ariana debose and was nominated for best director it's an average of 3.8 on Letterbox, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Out of, out of five. Um, and it's got a lot of four out of fives. I yeah. really, yeah. I gave it a four. I think, I think yeah. that makes sense because, like, it's such a visually pleasing movie. Mm-hmm. But then there are are elements like the acting that yeah. just don't add up. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, I mean, I'm... it's the kind of story where it's like sense. Or it's the kind of thing where since it's such a big story and like musical to begin with if you like it and if you like musicals it's probably fine and it is a good adaptation of it but like it's just that when you actually look at the story itself it's like well it's not that good of a story but it's famous for some reason yeah like it's not a (laughs) love story that you should be aspiring to have yeah and (laughs) yeah and i like updating the way race is portrayed in the film Mm -hmm. i think was an important thing to do yeah and that is the only reason why it should have been remade i think yeah (laughs) that's true yeah and i think they were moderately successful with that which is which is why i say a five yeah (laughs) is there anything else to say about it i mean i feel like yeah it was just kind of a movie where it's like why i will also say that i am white well yeah and so this is coming from someone who isn't actually experiencing yeah the side that it's being re- that it should have been remade for yeah therefore my opinion comes from that yeah and not of someone who is experiencing the film again yeah with more attention to their culture yeah as far as movies go i don't know if it really did anything for the film industry probably not it didn't other than steven spielberg having another movie that's i mean ready player one was kind of not good right i don't mm-hmm. know i haven't seen it but i feel like it, it kind of got panned yeah and so uh, this is kind of a, a little bit of a comeback for him because I don't know if he's doing anything else. What his I next plans are. Indiana Jones. That's oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that's a thing. It feels like it shouldn't happen. That's because it, yeah, it feels like it's not happening because it keeps on getting pushed. But you know what? Who knows what's happening? I love me some Harry Ford, so I will go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, do we want to cap it off there then? Yeah, maybe yeah. like a six. Sure. You can stick with your five. I'm going to stick with my five. Mm -hmm. Go with your gut. 
Okay, which means that we're going to move on to the bonus best round. So, film could get a bonus point if we agree on it being the best film in the category presented, and it can win up to three points. Mm-hmm. So, it has to be... I'm trying to remember how we do with three people. I don't know if we, uh, if we even if mentioned, first of all, that McKenna's not here. Oh, yeah. I had to make these, but so Mc- if they're bad, it's my fault. Yeah, but McKenna's <laughs> away on vacation for a little bit, so yeah. she's not here. So, um, Elsha had to make them. And yeah. it's always rough when we have to make them because yeah. we are not, we're not, we don't do bonus bests. We don't no. make them up. McKenna's really good at them. She's really good at titling them. Yeah. We don't give her enough credit for that. I know. Um, these I'm not, not saying that yours are not going to be good, <laughs> but that's, uh, for three people, I think two of two, us have to agree. Yeah. Two out of the three have to agree. You just have to have and majority. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The first question, uh, the greatest city in the world. Uh, best movie musical adaptation set in New York. It has to be movie musical, though. If I missed any of these, you can add other nominations in. So, West Side Story, obviously. Rent. In the Heights. And Annie. Oh, my God. Annie! <laughs> the you can choose whatever Annie? version you want. <laughs> 1999 Annie's the best one. Um, Newsies? I was thinking Newsies, but it's also... Movie. Oh, that's no, the is. other yes, thing. Yes, it is. The it was originally a movie. This, this, yeah, so this is the other thing, is that I didn't put in Hamilton because that's just recorded of the stage. Yeah. I I dedicated it just to, it has to be a movie. Like, like, not, yeah, but we can, we can add the Newsies original movie in, yeah. That's not better than Annie. (laughs) But we can still add it, yeah. I just, Christian Bale in Newsies, not great. I'm gonna say he's his singing voice. I haven't seen the original. <laughs> Who does Clegan is me? He he's, sings. He's Jack, from, right? He's still like a main character. Yeah. He's like where it's clean and green and pretty, and I'm like you cannot sing. <laughs> that Newsies and Rent have a song about Santa Fe. I know. Yeah. I also tried to watch the movie Rent, and I couldn't get through it. Mm. I don't really like it. I didn't like it. What are the options again? West Side Story, Rent, In the Heights, and Annie, and we can add uh, Newsies. <laughs> so in what the is Heights it called? is fun. I liked In the Heights. Yeah. Um, we saw that one in theaters. It was like one yeah. of the, was that the... Yeah, I think it was the first movie I saw. That might have been... The... I feel like that was the first one we went back to. Yeah, I think I remember so. us saying that. That was one of the first ones that came back into theaters. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, but we saw In the Heights together, and yeah. um, I, I really liked it, but I think it was a bit long. It was long. Yeah. But, um... I mean, if I'm personally talking about what my favorite one is, the 1999 version of Annie <laughs> has a special place in my heart that will never be taken by anything else. It's so <laughs> good. Oh, my God. I think about that movie a lot. <laughs> Have you what seen it? What do you think, it? Rebecca? I, it's been a long time it's since I've seen one. it. <laughs> oh, good. It's good. It's. I think West Side Story might have it. Yeah. For me. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, like, individually? like Each one? Yeah, just, like, a little bit. Like, I mean, the Rent movie. It's just not something that I would go for. Yeah, like, it's, I think it's, I think it's a fine adaptation. I don't, I have not rewatched it, though. Like, it's not something that I randomly am, like, "Hmm, I mean, I went, I went through a phase of it when, when we did, when we did Rent. Yeah. But. Yeah, then after that, I didn't really come back to it ever. Yeah. Annie, I never got into. I just I was never, never really, really... I was never really in an Annie person. I wasn't really either. I don't care about any other versions. 
just that version. It's like a made-for-TV movie, and it's the best made-for-TV movie I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. And it's got a great cast. Kathy Bates, Victor Carver, Alan Cumming. Oh, my God. Mm. I would love to do that movie for the podcast. I don't think anybody's seen it, but it's so good. (laughs) It's just so much better than the original one. Yeah. Mm. So. And then we have In the Heights. Which, I mean, In the Heights is good. It is long, long, but... And I think... If I'm going to rewatch one of these movies because I love it, mm-hmm. it's going to be West Side Story because of just it's your a love familiar it. story. Yeah. Does that mean this version, though, or just West Side Story? This version. Like, I, I went this version. <laughs> I was ignoring the other one. Yeah, mm. I, I would say this version, like, cause, I don't know. I haven't watched rewatched In the Heights or really felt like rewatching it. We rewatched like scenes, from, well, just songs from it. Yeah, I feel randomly. like that movie. I like a lot of the parts individually. Like, yeah, I really like the opening. Yeah, and I oh, like yeah. like the ninety six thousand ones really fun. Yeah. Oh, the pool scene. That's a good scene. Yeah, but when I get when it gets like more towards the the third act, I'm like I'm getting bored. Yeah, when the when the woman dies and she has the whole song in the subway. I was like, what time is it? Newsies is... I think I've seen the movie, but I feel like I haven't seen the it movie. was weird. I like the music, though. I yeah. like the, I the, love the, the Jeremy Jordan one. I, I like love it. Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> I love Jeremy Jordan. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know. I feel like we're all just in disagreement. <laughs> I mean, so, you for want me, Annie, it's Annie for all day. If you want West Side Story. I don't know. I think it's a five-star movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Annie. I don't know. I think for me, it would go Annie... In the Heights. No, maybe West Side Story after that. Just because In the Heights, I think... You know what? The first ten minutes of In the Heights, <laughs> then West Side Story. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go West Side Story 1. I don't know. What's or, your number one, then? I feel like I did enjoy In the Heights. In the Heights I feel like it's really more fun. fun. It is mm-hmm. fun. I feel like if I'm going to rewatch something, I feel like I'd probably go... I mean, also, like, I'm not, the, I'm not like, a big fan of West Side Story. I don't have, like, the connection to it. Really? So I might go in the heights just because it's more fun. Yeah. All right. That's three. So three different answers. So no point. No point. Which is fine. Okay. Uh, Next question. Uh, The movie musical song that makes you want to get up and dance the most. We can Mm. add. You can add suggestions. I didn't put that many. I just. I was just was like we'll have other things to add. Uh, So I have America from West Side Story. I thought that was the most like dancey. Yeah. I don't know which one you want to do for Mamma Mia. I said I Mamma Mia, queen. but also it could be Dancing no, Queen. Dancing I was queen. between it's the two. Queen. Yeah. Okay, we can dancing have, Queen. They literally have a dance where you can dance. I know, but I no feel like... going Mamma Mia. I feel like that one's fun, though. I don't I, know. I do Anyways. like Boulay Boo. Anyways. Oh, Boulay is a good one. Boulay yeah. Boo. But we have to go with one. So we'll go with, uh, yeah, dancing, with queen. dancing Queen. Uh, and then I have You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray. We can add more. I just didn't i was like it has to be movie musical though anything from rocky horror oh <laughs> time warp's a good one we could add time warp i i don't know we could start with those i really like the song i really like america yeah i always find like i wish that i could like dance in mm-hmm. in like the way i don't know like i wish i had like a long flowy skirt that i could swish around i do love a good <laughs> long flowy skirt yeah um but then dancing queen i'm like if this plays in a club it's lit yeah (laughs) so they're like different kinds because i wouldn't Mm -hmm. dance in the club to america but i would go crazy for dancing queen america's very it's a situational bop yeah 
I mean, it's a bop, but it, yeah. it really goes off in certain situations. Yeah. But Dancing Queen, it's kind of like the YMCA. <laughs> That's also a bop. You know? Like, yeah. it's, you put it on anywhere. Yeah. And someone's gonna get really freaking into it. Yeah. I feel like when they play the YMCA and you don't dance, like... It's like, what's You're kind of a you? loser. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> You're not gonna go join us? We're yeah, all... yeah. It's so much fun. You, you could... It's another club song that really hits. The when YMCA? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> You're in the club. It's just YMCA. It hits different. We also have You Can Stop the Beat. That one's yeah. another... I think I'm gonna go with Dancing Queen. Yeah. I honestly love Dancing Queen. <laughs> I guess we'll go with... Probably Dancing Queen. Yeah. No points so far. What was yours, Elsha? I, I feel like, like Dancing Mama Queen. Mia. No, it's I not... feel like I feel like Mamma Mia probably. <laughs> She's like, it's not Dancing Queen, but it is from Mamma Mia, and it's okay. Mamma Mia. No, I don't know. I like both of them. I just was, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> and the last one, this was the one that we came up with, because I was oh, like, wait. I don't know what else you to were do. Like, what should I do? And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't Anyways, know. this is a very specific category, and there's only two uh, answers for oh, it. No. Um, so, best movie that has a canceled actor in it, but was also nominated for best picture. <laughs> 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 so we have West Side Story from uh, Ansel Elgort getting canceled, and then we also have The Social Network with Army Hammer being canceled. <laughs> What about mm-hmm. Manchester by the Sea? We could add that. With Casey Affleck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen add that. that. I, I haven't seen that. Social Network's a really good movie, though. Yeah. So, I think I think we're saying it's the best movie, like, despite there being a canceled actor in it, it's mm. still a good movie. You know? Yeah. Like, so, like, so even you though... Could, you could I'm also put Call Me art. By Your Name on there, because that was our oh, camera we, Yeah, well. we could also do that, yeah. Yeah, it's so, like you're watching and you're like, I don't like this person, but I'm but gonna I, watch but it But the anyways. movie's still okay, you know? Yeah. So we'll, we're going with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Social Network's a little bit different because he's Army not the Hammer's, main character. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, he's in it. He's in it, but there's he's not, yeah, he's not <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. He's, there's double in it. <laughs> I mean, West Side Story. Do you think it suffered because he's in it? I mean... I think it definitely suffered because it yeah. was in it. And not even because there was a boycott going on, but because he was just the weakest link. Yeah. I feel like definitely I was watching it and I was like, why didn't they just get a Broadway person? Well, and I was like, like you had so much time because of COVID. Yeah. To refilm the whole damn thing if you it wanted to. It would cost to. a lot of It would money. cost a lot of money if they... <laughs> yeah. but, they already lost money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... Call Me By Your Name. Have you seen it? No. No. Oh. <laughs> that movie's kind of weird. That movie's yeah. kind of weird anyways, because it's about, like, a 17-year-old kid who gets with, like, a 24-year-old guy. Yeah. It's already a problematic movie. Not to mention a problematic actor. actor. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I wouldn't like that movie. It's kind of boring. Yeah. But there's some good stuff in there. Would we give it to Social Network, then? I, I th- would rather rewatch Social Network than West Side Story, probably. Yeah. Social Network is weirdly the only Fincher movie that I really love. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think there's so many quotable things in that movie. Yeah. And it's got really good acting. And it's got a really great score. And yeah. It's, everything about that movie is pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, I sure. <laughs> we can give it to Social Network, which means we get no <laughs> bonus points, which is a rip. None. I need to add everything up. Do you have any predictions for what this movie's going to get? Mm. Probably like a 72. Maybe lower. We had nines and eights on there as well. We also gave it a five or so. I did. 
72 is probably my guess. Okay. So adding up all the points from the round and the zero bonus points, <laughs> uh, we come up with a final score of... 74.5. Pretty close. I mean, wow. I can kind Which of... Which is... It's I don't know, probably a B. I check, I check, I check. 74 might be hitting a threshold 74. of 5. 74 is the highest possible B score. It's 74.5. Does that round it up, then? Yes, it rounds up. So it's a B So plus. it's a B plus. Okay. I think that's fair. That's, that's I fair. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Rebecca, knowing our, our grading rubric better than we do, we're always guessing. We're like, a I'm usually like, I listen I, to every single episode. I'm usually like, I think it's an A minus because they a lot of the times, yeah, hit A minus. Anyway, so yeah, B plus. I mean, I think that's valid. I think so. I think like yeah, the I think story... with a remake, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Sure, remakes yeah. are really hard to yeah. get right. Yeah, and I think if the acting was better, then it would be like an A. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of the problems I just have is with story. Yeah. I yeah. think, like, technically it's good. It's really mm-hmm. good. Um, Acting-wise, I don't know. Yeah, apparently it's terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. It just, it's just ends just, well. You need to have better leading yeah. man. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I felt that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be really interesting to see what Rachel Zegler does next. Yeah. Because she's kind of blowing up. Isn't she? She's, like, slated oh, to do... Oh, she's Snow White. Yeah, she's Snow White. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. gonna be Snow White. I was White. like, she's doing something else. I guess we'll see. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah, like that. I mean, that's something we didn't mention. Is that she, it is like a brand new actress. Yeah. So like maybe I think, in the future, I think she would be pretty she good becomes, for being yeah a first for time out of in a huge yeah. film. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if she gets big in the future, that is because of this movie so like possibly in the future but we don't know yet so we mm-hmm. can't really add points for just maybe in the future she'll become really big <laughs> so yeah i don't know any last final thoughts i don't think so i don't think so okay so with that be sure to follow us on instagram at cinda.grade or on twitter at cinegrade to keep up with what films we review next feel free to send us suggestions on instagram or email us at cinegradepodcast at gmail.com let us know how you feel about the film send us your own grade and give us any thoughts you had if you disagree about anything feel free to tell us that too because we're always interested in having conversation about film also be sure to rate and review us on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us it really helps us get more exposure so that more people can listen to us um where can they find you rebecca um, you can follow my, uh, <laughs> me made wardrobe Instagram account, mm-hmm. b.k.makes. Mm-hmm. You can see all my knitting and sewing Very creations. Oh They're gosh. great. I'm not even saying yeah, that. No, it's friends. wild. They're she's great. wearing a sweater right now and she's like, I made this. And I was like, I know. really? <laughs> I know. Crazy. I'm like, imagine being talented. <laughs> Any, anywhere else? Just on Instagram? Just on Instagram. That's fine. Okay, where can they reach you, Chelsea? You can also find me just on Instagram at <laughs> underscore Chelsea Mitchell underscore. And you can find me on Instagram at Elsha If you want to keep up with us or ask any questions, never hesitate to reach out. We would love a good DM or... Slide <laughs> into the DM. <laughs> yes. Business inquiries or otherwise. <laughs> yes. Uh, and with that, I think that's it for this week. I'm Elsha I'm Chelsea Mitchell. And we'll see you next time on Cinegrade. Thanks. <laughs> nice.